this week on the Basement Booker's Podcast is the post-WrestleMania show. We'll find out who is, most importantly, the true champion of the world. And it won't be who you think it is. The man is back. The man has come back around at the expense of Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Maybe Sasha has COVID. I don't know. I don't know who has what. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. The Beast, Brock Lesnar, is back. And boy, is he in the need of a hamburger. All this, dead coming up on the Basement Booker's Podcast. This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. So, before you go any further, you said post-WrestleMania. It felt like a WrestleMania to me. <clears throat> All right. Because the WrestleMania, because this is the most, uh, this rest, this SummerSlam is the most SummerSlam of all SummerSlams, box office-wise. It was. So, I think we should just start, since you decided that you want to humiliate me. I didn't know if you wanted to re-record that. I, or maybe just say SummerSlam and then cut and paste it over WrestleMania. Well, we don't do that here. Cool. You know, honestly, this isn't Hollywood. You know, this isn't Connecticut. You know, these are these are mm-hmm. these are these are two people that live and die by their word. Okay, so when you say something, you better mean it. Okay, All and right. if you think that SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summer. And you call it WrestleMania by accident? How wrong are you? Not like, incredibly. how wrong are you? I just don't want our listeners to think maybe they're listening to the wrong episode. Well, they've got another thing coming. There was nothing right. coming from there. <laughs> you better believe it. I'm Basement Jared. This is Rich DeRiz, who decided to announce himself without announcing himself. The man who likes to correct everyone, but can't remember the last time he was corrected. And that might be another problem entirely. I think it was probably like three or four minutes ago, actually. I'm talking about that you don't remember things. That too. Alright, so now that we got intros out of the way, let's jump quickly into first our weekly praise and thanks to the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, Mr. Roman Reigns, for allowing us this time and this platform with which to discuss both he, Roman Reigns, the entire bloodline, and everything WWE and such of the week. Now, is this because um, you, um, how do I say this, um, may or may not have forgotten uh, to thank the tribal chief, the head of the table, as I will uh, do, because you are no longer the champion of the basement, and I believe you jinxed yourself by not by forgetting uh, to give the due to the tribal chief. I feel. You know that might be the case, but I'm willing to take responsibility and own my loss. I thought they would go in a direction, and they didn't. So. Wow. Well, but that's very big of you. I, I do apologize. 
I do apologize for forgetting to thank the Tribal Chief the one week. And I hope that I will remember in the future. Oh, my brother, testify. Yes. Much like every aspect of my life, I hope I remember. You know what, man? I, I, I think, and I got to say, that's very big of you. It's Thank very you. big of you. Very, very big of you. I, I, I feel like when I'm wrong, I should own it and take responsibility, apologize, and try to make right by it as best as possible. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. All right. So, thanks to the Tribal Chief. Thank you for not killing me for forgetting to thank you last week. Um, And moving on from that, let's jump into the news. There's not a lot. And we do have, of course, SummerSlam, a.k.a. the WrestleMania of the summer, and NXT TakeOver to discuss, which we will get to. Quick hits in the news here. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio says that WWE knew over a week ago that Sasha would not be at SummerSlam. So, obviously, around the time she started missing shows was when they knew she wouldn't be at SummerSlam. They obviously wanted to continue to promote her to sort of throw the fans off the trail that maybe Becky would come back. Yeah. I... I, I, I... Although I thought it was, like, obvious. Yeah, you know, I don't imagine that the reason that most of the... And I think I've mentioned this before, is that I don't... I don't... Not on the podcast, obviously. But I don't think that most of the people um, who um, went to SummerSlam, they did it... Um, because they were going to see Becky Lynch. I mean, not, uh, they were going to see Sasha Banks mm-hmm. uh, take on uh, Bianca Belair in a rematch at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so you know, and of course, you know, I, I, there might be people listening like, "No, man, that's the only reason that I decided that I wanted to watch SummerSlam." You're a damned liar. You are a liar, mm-hmm. and it's okay. You're our liar. That's right. So. I, I gotta say, um, I mean, I was I, I was kind of hoping that it would be Bianca versus Sasha, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know that's what they were working towards. I don't know what sidelined it. They, you know, there there is speculation abound, but there is no confirmation at all of any of the rumors. I'm not even gonna mention the rumors because, like, whatever. If if you're looking for them, you'll find them. If you haven't heard what they are, then it doesn't matter. Well, you, you got to know. Sorry, but you got to give the people something because right, they so, no showed two house shows in a row. Right. So I'm wondering if so. So you 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 mentioned a key word there. They that both Sasha and Bianca Belair no showed two house shows in a row. Um, that leads me to believe that it might be the c word. So if. If Sasha wasn't able to make the show for whatever reason, and they didn't want to do anything with Bianca that week that at that show or whatever, so maybe WWE said, "Listen, Sasha's not coming, so don't come." Uh huh. That might have happened. 
maybe maybe it's covid i don't know i feel like they i feel like it, that would have been out by now i feel like if that was the reason that we would know by now because like pat mcafee had it and you know he he mentioned on twitter they acknowledge it on smackdown do you know if pat had got the jab or not it yes just, so it's a breakthrough then yeah, he said in the tweet that he he's 100% vaccinated. He also said in the tweet he 100% is positive for COVID. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I'm 100% I'm 100% vaccinated, but I'm 100% positive I was, I'm COVID positive. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Like I I'm I'm not a fan of Michael Cole, but I I don't want him to get that cuz he's in that yeah. group. Mm. So so in the tweet, uh Pat McAfee also mentioned that uh, his whole family, they all got checked, and everyone he has worked with has all gotten checked, and they've all tested negative so far. So so that's good news. Uh, right now, obviously, it's just Pat, as far as we know. Uh, he is on the mend. I can't wait for him to come back. I don't mind Graves. Owens is all right on commentary, but McAfee is great. Yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to mention something before I forget it because SmackDown is fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, Biggie doesn't have kids. Right. So who are these kids that need braces is what the people need to know. Probably Kofi's. Kofi's kids. He's like Uncle E. <sighs> okay, listen. <laughs> I don't think that. What? <laughs> I think. I see what you're doing, holding water for them, but that's kind of silly. Like, who? maybe he does have nephews or something, maybe, but also, I thought he said, like, listen, my kids need braces. Wait, since when? Yeah. But since when do you take anything ridiculous that the New Day says and dissect it? I'm the one that dissects ridiculous shit. Why does Big E have a half-eaten sandwich and a toothbrush in his ring jacket? He, he, knew, he knew that Corbin was down on his luck. And thought maybe he needed it. Maybe he could use it. Oh, I guess he hasn't been watching SmackDown or anything or the video that played in the arena he was in. Right. Oh, okay. He, well, he didn't. He, he, he was too busy walking around backstage looking for things that he could give to Corbin to help his situation. Maybe he was too busy showing up to work late. You know? Come on. Come on. I don't know. Let's, come on. Come on. Not Give sure it up. Give it up. <laughs> So, so COVID is one speculation regarding Sasha to turn it back, and you know, pregnancy is another one. I I don't nine month debuff, right? Mm. That's interesting timing. One in, one out. So you're basically timing. swapping Sasha Banks for Becky. Well, you know what? It it it's only fair, you know. Uh, Paige will never wrestle again, and her last match was against Sasha Banks. Look, I'm not saying the two are related, but whatever. You know, at least Sasha yeah. Banks can come back and wrestle again. Mm -hmm. You know, I, ho I hope, I hope doctors figure out Paige's neck. Uh, well, well, I have the secret. You know, you just gotta go over to Argentina. You know, mm -hmm. there's a doctor that's really good at stem cells, and maybe that'll do it. I don't know. I hear good things. Yeah, I don't know if she's under contract or anything, so 
I mean, so like if she if she's not under contract and then goes and does it, she could then come back and say, "Hey, I got this treatment. You can now sign me again." Well, they would want their doctors to look at her first. That's Obviously. how it works, and then they'll be like, "Okay, you're you're in." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they're in contact with her. We just don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Del Rio should be in prison, I, and not just every... because of him being a shitty person, but because of what he did to her. Seriously, um, I feel like every time I see footage from Paige in the ring, I'm just like, man, it sucks that we lost such a, such an amazing talent. Like, not that she's dead, but she can't wrestle right now. Well, she was very, uh, very young. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we all know her story. We know we all saw uh, the autobiography, uh, Fighting With My Family, starring The Rock, uh, the most accurate portrayal of, you know, wrestling ever, you know. I should say that this week. You yeah. should. It's a piece of historical uh, significance, and I'm just mm-hmm. saying that as not the truth. It's just an okay movie with a lot of inaccuracies and just inflated bullshit. But the heart of the matter is the same, you know. Okay. Zelina so Vega was basically AJ Lee, you know. It's true, and I I can see why. I think they're around the same height. Is this I think it might even be shorter? Is this a running joke where like what? you're you lose like every single match you've had since you've come back, and you still think you deserve a title shot? Like that's kind of weird. I think it's um, WWE knowing that they have created this culture within their fan base that if they're not reminded of something constantly, i.e., oh, let's let's replay that right now, you know, that their fans have terrible memories. I mean, it's not that hard to remember, like, SmackDown, like every episode of SmackDown up until now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know, maybe, you know, honestly, I, I think I should agree with you because who who but you that can speak for those people? Exactly. You know, you're, you are the voice of the forgetful. Yes. Uh, but unfortunately, they forgot about that. So right. you got to keep reminding them, I guess. You see, I can't get mad at people forgetting. No, you can't. Otherwise, you'd be a can't. hypocrite. That's right. Mm. Um... So, like I said, pregnancy is another speculation. Uh, another is that she heard she was going to lose and just stopped showing up. I I don't know. I feel like that would be completely silly. It's like it, it's one thing to disagree with creative direction, but like you're you're in a storyline. Like this is the follow up from WrestleMania. It makes sense. You lost a title to this person at, at WrestleMania. This is your first match back. She's defending the title against you. Like, to cement this title run for her, it's meaningful for her to beat you again. And that doesn't, that shouldn't really de escalate Sasha in any way as far as, like, saying, oh, you know, she's on a losing streak. It's like, no, she, you know, she lost. To Bianca Belair. And then she lost to Bianca Belair again. Proving that Bianca Belair is the best right now. On SmackDown. Yeah, but Zelina Vega hasn't won a single match since she's been back. Right. Like, why is she getting title matches? Like, why does she think, 
you know, that she should have a title match is what I'm saying. That's my whole point. It's kind of weird. I agree, but it, it, I, first of all, I agree. You're a hundred percent right. The way they're writing this is terror bad. Like you don't have anybody like where's Tony Storm? Like she has more wins than Zelina Vega does. One. So, by their logic... I forgot she was up on the main roster. Yeah, because it was one episode two weeks ago. Or three. I don't know. It's been that long. <sighs> so, I don't know. Maybe they didn't like something, which I don't get, or something's going on. But, they, they, like, no one's really saying anything. Well, Tony, well, Tony Storm came in as a face. Okay. Uh, but, you know, they could easily change that because it's not like they don't change anything. But why do they have the to moment. change it? You could be a face and want a title shot. I agree. I don't know. I Trust me, I cannot explain anything the WWE is doing because so much of it does not make any sense. Sometimes I think they're using the, ne- the Netflix model of doing outrageous shit to piss people off on purpose. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I kind of feel that way sometimes. Like, it's like, I just think Vince is like the OG of doing shit just to piss people off. And it and it worked. Well, that would explain Nick Khan's comments in an interview this week. This wasn't in, in, going to be in the news because it was, it was just sort of thrown out there as like a throwaway phrase. But he said that um, if Raw went to four hours, that they'd make more money. He also said, in the same in the same breath, he said, you know, SmackDown could go to eight hours and we'd make more money. Like, he wasn't actually suggesting SmackDown go to eight hours. He wasn't actually suggesting Raw go to four hours. He was just making the statement that they would make more money. And somewhere in the thread, I don't know if it was the actual um, author of the post or in the, in the comment section, but they said that a big part of that is actually not the advertising deals as I originally thought, but it's their deal with BT Sport. With BT Sport, which I believe is... my, it, It's somewhere outside the U.S. I don't want to speculate as to where it is because I'll probably get it wrong. But WWE is paid based on the amount of original hours of programming that they sell them, not anything else. It's not like, oh, here's Raw and here's SmackDown. It's like, no, here's these four hours, these three hours, whatever the case is. Well, he's not entirely incorrect because right. of ad they, revenue. Right, ad revenue also, but money directly from, like, per their contract with BT Sport. Okay. They, uh, BT Sport would directly be paying them more money. As far as, and like, why a lot of people freaked out about that statement, myself included, because I I can barely watch three hours of Raw. I'm not going to sit for four hours. Yeah, but... I don't think anyone can really sit down for anything. Like, like if it's a pay-per-view, you bear, you bear with it, right? I'm not going to do that every damn week. Yeah, at least with a pay... Uh, not, not a pay-per-view, but I mean, if they did it with for four hours, that's fine for people at home. Because yeah. I barely watch Raw on Monday. Mm-hmm. So it's really like not good for the like. Granted, the energy level of the people is gonna suffer. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that. Um, like I don't know when they tape Rampage. 
like if it's after dynamite or dark or how long the nights are but that crowd was not exactly popping really like it wasn't Over. like that much of a crowd at rampage really you know. i think well i think rampage is live no rampage was taped friday's really? rampage is taped i believe i could look it up i think you might be wrong Okay, why? I because I know that they absolutely tape dark, and obviously they absolutely tape dark elevation. I'm pretty sure Rampage is live. It's probably like a three hour, a three or more hour show, and then they just go live at ten for Rampage. I mean, the reason that I think it's taped is because someone was saying that it was taped, and because like everybody was speculating about Adam Cole because. You know, he changed his stuff, and, like, he's supposed to be done with WWE, that he might show up there. And they're like, well, it's taped, so we would have known already. Uh, according to Wikipedia, in the United States, Rampage currently airs live on Fridays uh, on TNT at 10 p.m. Eastern. Did it say it was live when you're watching the TV show? Don't remember, but probably. But if, if let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Monday Night Raw is live. But sometimes mm -hmm. it's taped. If I were to Wikipedia Raw, it would probably say that it's live. But we know from experience that that's not always the case. So you think this one was taped? Yeah, I think this episode was taped. Uh, it might have been. Let me see if it says here. I'm on the Rampage Wikipedia page. Okay. Let's see, airs every Friday at 10. In an interview with PW Insider, Tony Khan said that while Rampage would air live for most episodes, some episodes they would pre-tape depending on the city that the preceding episode of Dynamite was held in. He also said that Rampage would serve as, that's not important to our conversation. That's about all it says about it. Okay. Well, we then we don't. That means we don't know for sure because he said most. Right. So just like Monday Night Raw, but anyway, just wondering. Oh, wait. Special episodes debut episode first dance. Why is it an hour? Venue location notes. No notes to say that it was pre-taped or anything. Uh, why is it an hour? Probably because, like, it, it's, like I, like I estimated, or surmised, it's probably a three or more hour show, and they just go live for that. They're probably taping Dark or Dark Elevation, or both, before it. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, moving on, um... Oh, we talked about Pat McAfee and COVID. There is a rumor that we, you and I discussed before going live during the week that Bray Wyatt is going to AEW. Um, Dave Meltzer says that is, quote, most likely happening, adding that, quote, there is no pen to paper, but the expectation is pretty strong. So we're seeing on AEW TV... Some dissension within the Dark Order stemming from their support or lack thereof for Hangman Page. And 
who is it? Uh, Alex Reynolds referred to Eve Luno this week as not the leader of the Dark Order. Just because you're, you're, you got one in your name doesn't mean you're the leader. Exactly. So, this is the first time, I believe, since Brody's passing, that they've referred to a leader of the Dark Order without it specifically being Brody. All right. I, I, well, I can see how you would take that from there, but I was just thinking that there just isn't a leader. Period. Possibly. Because no, since since Brody's passing, that's just been the case, and it, it, I've I've been hearing that they don't ever plan to have one, like they don't want to replace him. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I and obviously Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, whatever name he's gonna have when he gets there, if he gets to AEW. Like, of course the easy thing is to say, okay, you're the new Dark Order leader. but You're just as lazy as you say WWE is, if exactly. that's what you think. is, And I'm not to insult anybody, but that's just the mm. truth. And in the words of Matt Hardy, with his broken fucking face, the truth is oh. the truth. Rich's favorite line. It, I mean, it, it, it's close to saying as little as it is what it is. Well, it is what it is, and the truth is the truth are not going anywhere. So, we're going to just have to live with it, you know? Well, that shirt should take Christian Cage and go away. Uh, That's what I want. You hate Christian Cage so much that you forgot that he existed. I did. Well, so, all right. So, so you and I were texting back and forth, and and we were talking about... Braun Strowman might be headed to the impact zone. Right. I didn't see that rumor this week, but you did. What's Brad Um, Strongman doing in the impact zone? Yeah, right? So, I said, well, that's terrible news for Moose. Because I figure Moose is the biggest guy in Impact right now. Actually, maybe, um, what's his name? Sawyer Fulton. Madman Fulton. He might be bigger than Moose. I don't know. I've never seen them side by side. I think Moose is probably bigger, but I don't know. Um, but now, if if Braun Strowman, Adam Scher, whatever name he's going to go by, if he goes to Impact, I think he's going to be the biggest guy there. He's certainly going to have the most... Star power. It's, it's interesting because they fired Braun because he was expensive. Like, why don't they just use brains? Yeah, get Brain Strowman. Like, you got Brain Strowman. You can just, you know, maybe he's a little bit greener than his brother, but they, they look about the same. Might have been like a package deal. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he's just loyal to his family. Maybe. You know, he could be the Vin Diesel of the group. SmackDown did 3 million views. The overnight numbers came. That's a lot for SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to... I'm glad you said that. Like, yeah, that's a lot for these days. I mean, that would be a lot for Raw, too. Yeah, but that, too. But, like, today, you know, you're you're not going to get Attitude Era numbers. So, that is off of Becky and Brock's return, obviously. Well, Brock... Yeah, because they were hoping Brock would show up on SmackDown. Mm hmm but they announced that Becky Lynch was going to be there. Right. Who, like, intelligently, or I guess just for her own flex, like, I don't, like, she's got, like, the, the like, her, her abs showing. Just like, look, look what I did. Mm-hmm. There used to be a baby in here. You, you couldn't even tell if there was a baby in here. Yeah, not mad at it. Yeah. 
You know, so her um her ring gear was kind of like the same ring gear that she had been using before she left, like this kind of like skin tight kind of thing. So you could tell that she was in shape. Yeah, but, but she never really like earlier she did like NXT and like early WWE, but like in mm-hmm. her recent stuff it's like a singlet. Yeah. Like she ha- she hasn't been showing her midriff. Yeah. Um but now she did and she obviously was putting in some work. Well, yeah, and like I don't know if this heel thing that they want is going to work because it didn't work for Stone Cold. Exactly. I, I fit. You know, she could probably make that work if, if she really wanted to. What I think is going to happen is Vince is going to be like, "All right, go be a heel," and she'll be a heel, but she'll still get face reactions and still kind of like play, you know, toe that line a little bit, be like the cool heel, and she knows eventually she'll warm Vince over and be like, "All right, fine." You're you're the you're the Austin esque kind of face. Like her promo that she was cutting, it's kinda almost like the Seth Rollins promo. Like a little mm. bit. Where it's like if you thought I was dangerous before because I have something, you know, that I'm fighting for, mm-hmm. you know, because she has a kid now, so everything's more important now. Yep. Like that kind of thing. It's all right, settle down. Okay, settle down. No one's trying you, to take your kid from you. They want the belt, okay? <laughs> it's it's like it's almost as if like the two of them rehearse their lines together or something. Well, the Lord knows that Seth can use it. Like I don't know if you saw like the promo he cut, where it's like he's. I don't know if you're actually looking up at your screen because there was a man on the screen, but like if. I mean, Seth Rollins, but if you look no, at I, the screen <laughs> and like he was wearing this weird shirt. Like under this weird like jacket thing, it looked like it had holes in his shirt. It looked freaking weird. It's like, dude, you and Rob Stone should connect and just make the most beta outfits and just wear them together. Cause you guys suck. Do I need to look up who Rob Stone is? Robert Stone brand. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't use oh, his sorry, full no. name for yeah. you. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't make the connection there. Yeah. I thought like obviously, obviously, obviously. Um. Yeah, Robert Robertson is a very funny beta. Yeah, he's so beta. He's his outfit reminds me of like what a a woman would wear. Like well, when in Seth like started the... this whole dri- when Seth started this drip thing, I joked that he was wearing Becky's clothes and she's not. Yeah, but this is worse. Like, if you look at Robert Stone, if he was a chick wearing that, that would be an awesome outfit. Because it's got a boob window. Hmm. It's like, think about it, you know? So mm-hmm. It's definitely super beta, but whatever. I digress. Speaking of, you caught uh, Jessica May's underboob, right? Yeah. Okay. It's good stuff. You catch Red Velvet versus uh, the... <laughs> Versus her own, um, was it standing shooting star or whatever that she tried to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, at least, I don't know if it was on purpose or intentional. Maybe they worked that into the finish on purpose. Like, I don't know. That didn't look like it was supposed to happen that way, but it kind of worked out for how she lost the match. Yeah, like the way she landed. On I'm her face, yes. Right, but like, so she overshot Jamie Hader. Now... You know, it was Jamie Hayter, right? Yes. Okay. 
Um, because I'm not looking at my notes. I'm trying. I'm trying to go off my obviously failed memory. I watched it but, today. Cool. Um, so where she landed, like if you notice, anytime someone is going to roll out of the way, the person that does the moonsault in this case or whatever kind of move, even if that person doesn't move, they overshoot it, just in case to sort of give that person a little extra time. But Jamie Hader didn't move, so I don't know if Jamie Hader was supposed to move and forgot, or if um, Red Velvet told her to move and maybe she didn't hear or if I don't know I don't know what happened so all I know is she completely like face planted herself and then Jamie Hader's like she started clubbing her on the back of the head yeah okay so here's what I think I think because if you notice you probably didn't notice but at some point um I red velvet she's like away from Jamie, because she's in the ring on her back, mm-hmm. and like if you if if she's okay if you if the camera is centered right if you monitor, like mm-hmm. on the left side, like while she's on the ground, you could see her moving a little bit as if she's getting into position for something. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's subtle, but it's like one of those scoots you know that like a superstar will do when they're supposed to get in position to take something. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she was jaw-jacking to Britt Baker or this is when, like, she was getting attacked and then thrown back in or something. But there there, there was something there that happened. It was a standing shooting, uh, standing moonsault. Right? Yeah, it was a, it was like the thing that um, Apollo Crews used to do. Yeah, so for, from what I've seen of that move in general, that's a little tough to overshoot, you know? Yeah. Like, it's simply, you just leap straight up if you're going to hit it. To overshoot it, you kind of have to put more into it. You do it differently. So I, I think Jamie was supposed to move and just didn't. Maybe. I I, I I think if it was an accident or not, it worked perfectly for the match. Yep. Um, it, it, it's, just one, it's just one of those things that would end up on a botch clip somewhere. Yeah, sure. Of course. Regardless of who was wrong, um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm done with the news. If you want to jump into, if you want to continue with talking about dynamite, and then go on to Survivor Slam. You were about that to was, call a Survivor Series. I was. It's 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 the it's the two S's. I you mean, know? well, it's, if you the same thing, if, but not. if you think about it. SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summer, and Survivor yes. Series is the WrestleMania of Thanksgiving. So obviously, you're just correlating all these things. That is correct. Summermania. See, unlike you, I help you. Thank you. I like. I try to help you, but my, I'm not as quick. You're as like me. the government. You would break my leg just to sell me a crutch. I would not. Okay. That's because you're not in the crutch selling business. No. Maybe you'd come to my house and smash my monitors just to sell me a BNH monitor or something. That might be I better. W- I would not. Okay, well, good, because I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Right you're on now. two monitors now, huh? Uh, three days uh, out of the week, yeah. Ah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But yes, it takes some getting used to. <clears throat> it does. 
It does. Uh, I know from personal experience, because when, like, when I started in my current position at work, and this will be brief, I was like, why do I need two monitors? And then, like, a couple days in, I'm like, yeah, I can't see doing this with less than two monitors. In fact, I see this guy, he's got three. Can I get a third? Yeah, man, sometimes it's hard because you need it. You need it for certain things. Certain things you need it because you can't just keep alt-tabbing to see, like, a camera or something if it's in the right position and things like that you want to see how it looks for everyone this one really briefly this one time i was writing up 16 wall mounts as as a group together because like they're all basically the same thing but you know like this and that and the other this much tilt or whatever uh or this size 16 of them right i really could have used a third monitor for that yes and then a battle royale broke out in your writer's room and you came out the winner because you used somebody else's monitor uh, to take them out. That's right. I had to tie it back Unfor in. Unfortunately, it broke the LCD, so... Well, luckily, by rules of combat, it had to come out of his check because he lost. Right. So, it's interesting how they do things over there. Mm -hmm. Some might say your HR department is pretty busy. Well, I'll tell you about my HR department later. Well, good, because I don't feel like editing this podcast. Good. So, uh, Dynamite. Um, CM Punk got some yes chance, and then he's like, that's someone else's shtick. You might want to be a little more patient with that. Yeah, and I think you should shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's... I mean, him going there was the worst kept secret of probably of the year so far. Look, he, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that was by design. CM Punk or Brian Danielson? Punk. Okay. Um, I think Punk saw an opportunity to sort of like get the same kind of buzz for Danielson. So the fans gave him the opportunity, even though he he created the opportunity probably knowingly by asking the camera a bunch of questions that yes is the answer to. So I think this is all by design. This whole worst kept secret thing, mm -hmm. I think it's by design. Uh, look, I'm I'm okay with it. I I'm in the minority here because I do not care. Okay, I do not care for these little hidden puzzles. Like people put up pictures, like, like that whole thing when like uh, uh, Kenny Omega is wearing a Cookie Monster shirt and <laughs> all these little stupid references. It's like. I'm not that much of a fucking nerd for this shit. And the chick magnet shirt a week later. Yeah, it's annoying. You know? And I, and I notice, and I don't know if you saw this, but on Twitter I saw someone had an article that, like, uh, AEW is going to be more confident about filling larger arenas now that they have a legitimate headliner. Like CM Punk, for example. Would I think Chris Jericho should have been pretty damn pissed about that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't think Chris Jericho sells as well as he used to. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think I'd rather see um, CM Punk than Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm, me too. Uh, breaking news. I don't know if this is breaking news, but um, John Cena, uh, this is an hour ago from Fightful Wrestling. 
John Cena is going to appear on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions uh, September 26th. Cool. If anybody's excited about that. I'm excited about that. I like I like all that stuff. I wonder if he's just going to be the Cena we know, like the company man, or he's going to be company man. No, I... I hope it's going to go like this. It's going to be John Cena. It's going to be Stone Cold sitting across from each other. And Stone Cold is going to be like, all right, real quick. They've been telling me. I got to ask you this question, John. Is Taiwan a country? And then <laughs> Cena's going to sit. He's sitting there. And he's looking at him. And Cena's going to say, What? And then Austin's going to be like, let's continue. And then it's just going to keep going. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I I don't think he's going to ask that. I feel like... I know Austin he's not going to really ask, ask that, obviously. I, yeah. He doesn't it's, really ask tough questions. I, I don't mean to... Um, I'm sorry to interrupt the podcast, but it was a joke. Um, oh. I don't know if you know what these are. You know, no. but it, it's it's a joke. It's silly. It's not like a fact. Okay. You know, it's 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 speculation. Like, okay. honestly, what are you doing? Okay, what are you doing? Working, trying. All right. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, that will be interesting to see. Like I said, um, who was recently? I know Orton was on recently. Kevin Nash was on there. Nash, I haven't seen either of those yet. I haven't seen it either because I don't care about it. Right, but I, I got a bunch of time off coming in September, so. Honestly, like, me not having been seen it, all you're going to hear is Kevin Nash talk about how over he was, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day and how over his friends were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Made so much money. So much money. I'm so tall. Everybody's so little. Blah, blah, blah. the word gate. You know, and on attendance records. Yep. 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 Torn quads. Torn quads, you know. And, and, you know, most importantly was, you know, the inflated sense of self-importance. That's all. Yep. I blame Bischoff for that. Bischoff and Ted Turner for just saying yes so much. Speaking of, I guess we could just turn it back to AEW. Um, Yeah, I just... I understand that, like, what is it, TNT said to them, no more surprises. Mm-hmm. But that's annoying because surprises are awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? you have to have surprises in this business. Like, I understand that you want to pop the numbers for that week. Like, if, if you're going to have someone show up, like, you want the viewers to know in advance so that if they're interested, they're going to tune in. But, you know, surprises are what make, make people keep tuning in like it's not like oh i'm tuning in for this and that's it and then you don't want that i think tnt isn't looking at the bigger picture here i agree um dynamite and rampage listen if you don't have anything to say about it you don't have to keep reaching for it that's not how conversations work like if you don't think anything you know, interested in you there, like, don't talk about it. You know, uh, the main event was freaking, 
Alistair Black versus uh, Brock Malachi Anderson. Black. Yeah, yes. whatever. I don't care. Whatever you want to call the motherfucker. He was there, and he beat that bitch. And then it became a whole thing. You know? And Shoddy Lee comes out. Yeah. Make the save. To which I was like, who? Yeah. Who is this? Who is that? And I already know. Shoddy. I already know what's going to happen at the end of the Darby Allen CM Punk match. It's either going to be a no contest or CM Punk's just going to go over because that dude that came out and attacked CM Punk, I mean, uh, Darby Allen, is is going to be involved somehow. And this is coming... That at, was Danny Garcia, right? Yeah. Okay. And this is coming from somebody who barely pays attention. Yep. So That's this, what's going to happen. Yeah, like, because Darby's a face and, C, and CM Punk's a face. I was about to say mm-hmm. Cena. Same thing. <laughs> CM Punk was gonna, you know, and I mean, he's a face, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know. And I got a question: Is CM Punk best of the world still, or is Mickey Gall best of the world? I'm trying to do some math here. CM Punk. Yeah, but Mickey Gall beat him, so he's not in the a, best in the in, world. In a real fight. Oh, in a real fight, so he's the fake right. best in the world. Yes. Got you. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. He's the real best in the world at a fake thing. I would use the F word. I would say well, you a use thing the F word first. with predetermined outcomes. You use the F word first. Well, I'm about to use another F word right now. Fuck. Yeah, that's one. Anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, if it, it really wasn't anything to write home about, it's all you know set up for all out. You know, Moxie's gonna fight some Japanese guy. No disrespect. I'm just mm-hmm. not as versed on New Japan as everybody else is. You know, I'm just not There's like... There's only so many hours in the week to watch wrestling. It's not even that. You know, everybody knows that I have many hours in the week. But even if I did, it wouldn't be spent watching that. It's just... Right. I'm, I'm just not interested. Life's too short. You know, mm-hmm. technically, my life is almost over. If you think about what what, what the life expectancy is uh, for, you know, an average human being. So, I, I really don't have time for that. Barely half. You're barely halfway. Uh, that's not the point. Uh, you know, it's just not interesting. That's all. Um, and and you know, and that's not saying that they're not good. They are. It's just it's a lot of history that I'm not privy to. It's like you. It's like picking up a comic book, and you're like, I don't. Who, mm. who, who's this guy? Why do I? I like this guy, like, but then I got to get the back issue for this guy, and you know. Yeah, it's a whole picking thing. up anything in the middle. Yeah, that, exactly. That's that's even better. Dan Lambert, though. Dan Lambert and, probably cut the best promo on AEW Dynamite, and that includes Punk's. And that's sad. Is well, it sad so, or just it's very good? Oh, maybe it's sad because he's telling the truth. Well, no, it's sad that he cut the best promo in a company that they're supposed to be cutting promos. Punk, so so Punk's was all right, but he, Punk didn't give us anything new. He yeah, he really wasn't saying anything. He took his nice little jab, you know, like he always does. I don't I remember whole, exactly what he said, but I think the whole thing about it was just to get that Brian Danielson pop. Yeah, well. because Shivani asked him like, "Why are you here? Why AEW?" He told us that on Rampage. D- that's if exactly you what know I was going to say. Hey, replay, replay that clip. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, because he's what? Well, he asked it twice because 
Punk said he couldn't hear him. He's like, um, why, if you could give me one reason, this is the worst Tony Schiavone impersonation, by the way, why, why? why I'd rather you, listen to that all day. Than, what's the than one Tony reason for a why you're here? Hmm. And then he says that, that basically what he said on Friday was shorter. Shivani should have said, why are you here? Is it Sting? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he, he may as well have done that. Yes, and he should have suplexed him. Yes. Nice little suplex. And not even get fined. Or you know mm -hmm. what? Like he suplexes him and then he just throws money on him. That's the fine. He pays for it. He pays for the fine. Mm, the oh, did that. Oh, oh, no, better write a check because then it'll be the full amount and it's not messy. True. You know, money's dirty. Yeah. Um, so Dan Lambert, he has now aligned himself with the men of the year. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Yeah, because they have actual backgrounds in fighting. And yep. I didn't know that. It, I didn't know that either. I, I mean, I suspected that Scorpio Sky did. I didn't think... That Ethan Page did. And I think most fans didn't. And that's good because it brings legitimacy to this, these guys. And listen, that guy's right, man. Like, he's right 100%, especially about what he said about Darby Allen. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it's true. It's true. And and, and, and and it speaks to it's the same thing for all entertainment. Like, he hit the nail on the head. It's why, like, a lot of things suck now because pe mediocre people want to see themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why you can't have the awesome people. Like, mm -hmm. that's why they shit on big guys. That's why Brian Cage has disappeared into the wilderness. Uh, I guess he's well, wrestling he powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs last week. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's not where he should be. Let's let's right. be real. Let's let's be really real around here. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, not not to say it's a reason or, or the reason, but Brian Cage ain't young. He's mid-30s. That's true, but he's huge. Yeah, he is. And let's not talk about age, bro. You got Christian over there as the Impact champion. Okay? Uh, listen, that's Impact's problem. Paul White right? is about to wrestle. He's not in his mid-30s. Listen, we know Paul White's going to be like a, a, maybe three or four matches and that's it, right? Like, he's not coming back full-time. Brian, Brian Cage is full-time. Christian Cage is full-time. QT Marshall um, is full time, and he's not a young guy. QT Marshall. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you feel the need for for that, like <laughs> to perpetuate the gimmick. I mean, I guess if a bad gimmick is that, fine, okay, that's cool. It's fun. All right, as long as it's fun say it, for say, somebody. Say QT Marshall. No. Why not? Because I don't care about him. You don't, <laughs> don't get either, a cool. You don't say. get a cool name saying from me. Okay, you pay for that on Cameo, uh, QT Marshall. Oh, you know, you get on Cameo, bro. Cameo me. I, I only charge you five dollar dues. Noise. What's that in dollars? I don't know, man. I have no idea. That inflation rate. What's that in Bitcoin? I I don't know. I don't know what anything is in Bitcoin. Like I know I have some, but that's it. Great investment there. I yeah, it is. I I know. I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh yeah, it definitely it's the future. If anything, I mean, I'm not getting into that. But anyway, um, government. Um, what was Dan Lambert? Dan Lambert's the best. 
Honestly. So, so, so you weren't privy to uh, the the work that he was doing in Impact. Every time we I talk about Dan Lambert, you bring this shit up. But just in I case, I know I went in detail about that either last week or two weeks ago. So I'm not going to hear. But I like that it's he's consistent. Now, he is, but now it's a little different because he has that he has actual wrestlers in his little AEW stable that he's starting now. So that's good. Like before, he was just using the MMA guys. Now he's got guys that know martial arts, but are already established wrestlers. Exactly. And are talent and are phenomenal. They're exact, exactly. Especially Scorpio Sky, who's been there from day one. Yep. Like you're not bringing, see, they're not making the mistake of bringing out these, these outside guys, albeit legitimate. But mm-hmm. and I think he sees he sees this. I and I don't know if this is his idea or Tony Khan, but whoever it is, they see that this is a better move because why are you gonna bring guys from a le- like really really legit like recently like you've seen them in cages beat the fuck out of people, mm-hmm. come in here and do a work fight? You know it just doesn't work because it's like okay, well this guy would kill that guy, exactly. Or in the case of Amanda Nunez, this chick will kill those men. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a fact. It's a fact. Yep. This is better. It doesn't bury the business. He could just do that on on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's gonna take the bumps. I like it. Yeah. So far, I like it better than what they were doing in Impact. the The Colby Covington stuff got got funny, and then it got annoying because, like, eventually he was in like a full body cast kind. Of, you know, like when when they used to say someone's in traction. That, like the full body cast, the arms are stuck out, legs are stuck out, the whole nine. Yeah, like that's what Colby Covington ended up looking like. Yeah, he he he's a he's a good heel in UFC, mm-hmm. but I I really think using wrestlers instead of you know using people you have instead of people from the outside is better. Mm-hmm. So 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 this way, and another reason why that why it's good is as Dan Lambert is shitting on the business. He like he's also helping elevate the business by elevating Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Yep. So this is a win-win. The way this is working is win-win. I like it. I like it now. Dan Lambert like still needs a little promo work, but that's fine. Like I really can't complain about that because that's like this isn't his first job. So I think it's perfect, and I think he's he's just telling the truth. It almost sounds mm-hmm. like stuff Cornetta said. You know, mm-hmm. it's well, and especially what he said about Darby Allen mm-hmm. was like some skinny kid on a skateboard while reading a comic book. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah, pretty much, you know. Bunch of jabronis for the most part. A lot of good, legitimate athletes in there. You got Miro, mm-hmm. you know, chosen by God. So, you know, really yep. can't speak against that. I mean, it's God's favorite champion. He also made a Game of Thrones reference. He said, bring me the Mad King before I burn this place down. It's a, it's a Game of Thrones reference because the Mad ah. King burned down. Uh, he, he wanted to set fire to uh, the, the whole place. Okay. I, di- I didn't catch that. I heard him say Mad King, but I know that's been Kingston's nickname for a while. Yeah, there's a Mad King in Game of Thrones. So, it's, it's pretty good. Probably where Kingston got the nickname from. Or he, or maybe he was in the Latin Kings. And No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. He does wear black and yellow. 
all the time. But I can't confirm or deny his involvement in any kind of gangs. <laughs> Same. Can confirm nor deny. Um, yeah, I don't think I have much else to say about uh, Impact and such this week. Oh, um, what about Kenny? Asking um, Christian if he thinks he knows him. Again, that's one of those stupid little things that I hate. Like, um, <laughs> look at my shoes on my Cookie Monster shirt. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. No, I get I get it. I see what you did there. And which makes me wonder, I don't know if you saw, but Gangrel was saying that, like, before, at some point, he was supposed to show up mm-hmm. on um, AEW or whatever, mm-hmm. but Edge and them did the brood thing already before them. Mm-hmm. So they changed the uh, thing, and I wonder if he was supposed to maybe be involved in that thing. He uh, he was. I read I read a bit more about it. Also, I was I was gonna bring that up. Um, so they so they had to cancel that kind of like last minute. Like it got to the point like they paid for his flight and everything, uh, but they ended up uh, canceling. But props to AEW. The report said that they paid Gangrel for the for what would have been his appearance anyway. Good. So that's cool. Good. And and look, I, I don't I don't really care for the whole like Kenny thing because they put Christian over. Like I don't understand that. Like why would you do that? Um but I'll 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 take any chance I get to hear anybody call Don Callis a carny piece of shit. <laughs> He really is. Which apparently, like, AEW loves calling people a piece of shit. Yeah, Jericho do that to MJF uh, in the opening promo. And now Jericho's up the stakes. He wants to wrestle against MJF again. But if MJF, if Jericho can't beat MJF, then he'll never wrestle again. Hmm. Big stakes. Yeah, and I said never again because he said AEW, which Hmm. is basically what he means. He said he'll join the announce desk with them. On Rampage or even a uh, Dynamite, if he has mm. to. I mean, to be honest, at this point, that could go either way. I I mean, I don't necessarily think Jericho's retiring, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's not as quick as he used to be. I think he's not as quick as he wants to be. Um, I don't want to say he's uh, fallen off. Of the DDP yoga bandwagon, but if he hasn't, uh, I think maybe it's not quite working. Something's got to change there. Yeah, something. His health doesn't look a hundred percent. Look, I I think Chris Jericho, he's been doing it a long time, and mm-hmm. taking an extended break might not be the worst thing for him. Exactly. I mean, it's over thirty years. I don't know exactly how long. Wait, ninety? Well. According to Wait, probably close to thirty. According to Jr. Matt Hardy has been wrestling for twenty eight years. Yeah, crazy. Well, and I'm pretty sure Jericho was wrestling before Matt. Probably, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he had to have been. I don't know. I can't math right now. That's okay. All right, let's move off of that carny piece of shit. Let's jump to TakeOver. Jericho's 50 years old. I mean, I hope to be half as athletic as him when I'm 50. Yeah, so maybe you cut him a little slack just because he, 
you know, he looks like he's David Lee Roth shape. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. Chris Jericho is a legend in this sport. He is. I dare you to say it to his face because Jericho's that dude. He's that dude. He will slap the taste out of your mouth. He's that dude, man. He is. And you know he is because he's not even afraid of Brock. Although yeah, I crazy. don't know if that's true mm-hmm. because sometimes there's people who will start shit knowing that they'll be stopped by the people around them. But he is that dude, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Hopefully, for his sake, we'll never know. True. So, TakeOver, what was your favorite match? Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Ted, uh, fucking Hulk Hogan. I mean, LA Knight. <laughs> it's always been. That storyline is succinct. It's And I was saying, like, it's a, it's a very good short story mm-hmm. uh, in terms of pro wrestling. It had a beginning. It had a middle. It had an end. And it wasn't stretched out over an extended period of time, so it didn't overstay its welcome. Mm -hmm. And it ended the only way it could, although it didn't make sense. Because Cameron gives the billion-dollar belt to Ted DiBiase because, you know, he's the billion-dollar man and that's the only person who should have it. Mm -hmm. But he has – and then – Grimes is going to leave, and then DiBiase calls him back just to give him a fake belt. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. That doesn't make any sense. Unless they are retiring, re-retiring the Million Dollar Championship, and it was just sort of a, here's the thing, all right, now we're done. No, no, that's what happened. But why are you giving him no, a toy? That doesn't make any sense. Like, like, like just said, because it's being retired. that mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. My issue is, why are you giving him a belt? He's like, you deserve this. But, like, it's if they would have just ended it with him giving the million-dollar belt back to DiBiase, then it's fine. I don't know. And that's fine. That's a great way to retire. But why are you giving him a fake one? That's the issue. I'm not saying I didn't understand the thing. I know that's what they were doing. But what was the point of him give, swapping him a WWE shop replica? Which, by the way, that looks poorly made. Does yeah, like you can hear the clanging plastic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I caught that. That's the um, thing. Unless it was like a little, hey, look at what I did. Look, this is a very, uh, look at me. I just wanted to laugh a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. They could have did that a little bit different, but it, it was, it was, it was the right way to do it. I feel like going forward now, we can blame Vince for NXT not making sense. I mean, sure, and like, and that's another thing to say that like everybody who watched Takeover just take that in, take it in because it's gonna be the last good. It's gonna be the last Takeover of the Golden Age. And or went out for NXT. Not even the Golden Age. I wouldn't say that, but like the Black and Golden Age. No, what I mean is, it like this stage is not the best mm-hmm. because there's no undisputed era anymore. It's just not. Like, I think this is the end. And, yeah, this is the end of the black and gold brand, period. Now it's the unicorn puke brand brought mm-hmm. to you by Wale. <clears throat> did I pronounce that correctly enough for you? I think you did. Okay. Um, but, you know, for all our fans who keeps it real. Um, so, yeah, like, that was my favorite. Uh, what was yours? Uh oh. I think I think either that one 
or Raquel and Dakota? Why? I forgot about Ilya and Walter. Um, that's a good question. That's right. I think, well, okay. So my favorite match besides the obvious one that's everybody's favorite match mm-hmm. is what should have been said. Well, we'll get to that later. But why would you say Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai over that? Because at least for me, it was because like it's the storyline and it's all over as a whole, just done. Yeah, well, the the storyline for um, Grimes and LA Knight, I thought you know was better. Um, Raquel and Dakota, like we knew the turn was coming eventually. When Dakota said, um, as long as I have your back, you'll always be champion. But that's a like, big right. back. Like, how much of it can you get? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I knew that the turn was happening right then and there. Well, it's... Like, that was obvious. Well, Nostradamus. I mean, there's only one way things like this usually end. Mm-hmm. Okay? Especially with these parallels they keep trying to make to HBK and Diesel. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's part of why I didn't put it for me because it was just obvious. You know, there could have been a slight point one percent chance that like DiBiase could have been LA Knight's butler for like a little while. Mm-hmm. But the whole like you know Dakota Kai beating Raquel Gonzalez, get the fuck out of here! I yeah, dropped the f bomb because that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kaylee Ray is here. Uh huh. And that's, you know, it was the best weekend for me because I got Becky back on Saturday and on Sunday I got Kaylee Ray. So everything is looking up for Basement Chair, but I don't know what's going to happen now. It's going to be the Unicorn Puke brand. Easily one of the legit toughest women. In the business. Yeah, and a lot of those people need to be slapped in the face. She didn't get the reception I feel she deserved um, when she came out. Right. I feel like those people didn't watch Yeah, they just didn't. And I think the way they introduced her, it could have been done better. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been, like, just instead of, like, you know, just do, like, every week how they do the vignettes for people. Mm-hmm. Like, they did one for freaking Frankie Monet. It's like, okay. But you can't for yeah. the longest reigning NXT champion coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you can argue, oh, they wanted a surprise. And it's like, okay, but they got <laughs> the surprise and they didn't like it very much. Or they didn't understand what they were seeing. B. Yeah. They, it has to be B. It has because to if, be. Because if they knew, they would like it. Yeah. Like, no no real mention of her ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Valters wrestled on NXT. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, granted, she has wrestled. She was in war games, in the women's war games, but that's not the same thing. Like, even mm-hmm. then, they're like, oh, that's cool that, she, that, that she's here, you know? It's like NXT UK fans that are here in the U.S., they're like a subculture of the NXT fans, which it itself is a subculture of the WWE fans. Exactly. So, it's a sub-subculture. Exactly. And also, I'm going to call BS on Odyssey Jones losing on uh, at the breakout tournament thing. Well, I think much he like, should have won that. I think much like Tough Enough, the second place guy is going to be end up being the bigger star. Uh, what was the name of the gentleman that beat him? Carmelo Hayes. Exactly. I had to ask you what his name was. 
<laughs> but I know Odyssey Jones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's his real name, but it's a better name. And honestly, you know, instead of like shaking his hand back, he should have pulled that thing out of its socket mm-hmm. and beat the crap out of him. But I guess they want him to be like a baby face or whatever. But I think he'd make a better monster. Yeah, they probably want to give him the face run. They, they I think they want to see how good he can do. Because I think for a big guy, it's easier to be a heel. So this is more of more of a test, more of learning the harder thing to do. Right. That way, like, eventually, like, once you prove you could do this thing, you'll be over by that point, and they flip the switch, and then you're catapulted into Trasphere. Well, Odyssey Jones is 27. What's the mm. name of the other gentleman? Carmelo... Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S. Because I think you need to make the hay while the sun's shining with these guys. So, okay, so Carmelo Hayes is also 27. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's fine. But I just... Is make the hay while the sun shines? Is that a phrase? Yeah. It's making hay okay. while the sun shines. Everybody knows that. Um, I have never heard that phrase. Yeah, because you are an uncultured swine. I think if I were swine, I might know that phrase. Well, here's the thing. If you make hay while the sun shines, it means you could take advantage of the chance to do something while conditions are good. You know? So, while everything's going great, while you're young, you know, while you're fit, you know, like, you know, with Paige. Like, she should have been making hay while the sun is shining instead of screwing around with Del Rio. If for, if for for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, substances. Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, and, and that's really it. And honestly, you know, if, if, if WWE's uh, drug policy wasn't so draconian, we wouldn't even have these problems. But I don't even know what it is now because Riddle works there. And there's no way yeah. Riddle's going to work there and not be able to do his thing. I mean. Right, exactly. Uh, Monday night. He said as much about, w, about uh, UFC. He has. And AJ Styles, like, even made, a, like, they make jokes referring to that to him. So, like, how do you, there's no way they could joke about it and it not mm-hmm. be a thing that they can just do. Yeah, I, my guess is that they're like, listen, you could, most states, weed, weed is legal now. So, at least, you know, don't get photographed doing it or videotaped doing it. But, yeah, fine. it's like, do what you do, bro. And honestly, we've said it before, like if they would have just been loose on that earlier, then a lot of careers would have been a lot different, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there for my advocacy of uh, natural medicines. Um, so, yeah, uh, with TakeOver, you voiced displeasure on the handling of that match of Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Adam Cole. I didn't love the finish. I felt like it was a little too abrupt. It's like you just put the guy in handcuffs. Maybe, like, I don't know, take a lot of cheap shots. Yeah, what I, I think he just he got caught, man. Like, if... Psychologically, if you think about it. So, Kyle, it's a cage match. It's the last one. Kyle O'Reilly's freaking handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Adam Cole, in his hubris, made the mistake... Of getting caught by, and from what I understand, Kyle O'Reilly is good at tapping people. Doesn't he have like a background in actual martial arts? Yeah, he does. So I just I, I just thought of something. Using yeah, this could be sort of 
a little bit of footage that they use. If Kyle becomes a huge star in WWE, if, they could use this in the video package to hype a match against Brock because Brock got tapped with a knee bar or a heel hook. I don't remember which. By Frank Mir in his first UFC fight. If, look... Let's. I'm going to put that on the list of things you can put in the new WWE 2K game because <laughs> I don't see a, a universe in which Kyle O'Reilly will get to wrestle Brock Lesnar. I Correct. just don't, and that's no disrespect to Kyle O'Reilly. It's, mm-hmm. it's just speaking to what Vince McMahon thinks of mm-hmm. NXT, not necessarily what he thinks of Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. Uh, Brock has like eight matches Mm-hmm. For on roughly a year and a half contract. Exactly. So, you know, my list is Bobby Lashley, obviously. Roman Reigns, I didn't say first because we know that's going to happen for sure because it was set up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Edge. think you know him, huh? It could be. Could be Edge. Uh, could be Reginald. Reggie. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Reggie. That'd be great. Um, who else did I have? I had a tweet I put out because somebody was asking, like, who would you want to see Brock Lesnar fight? Because these are the only matches that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think one of them was Jake Paul, Logan Paul, hmm. um, both Pauls. Uh, definitely for sure. But um, yeah, uh, what do you? If you had the eight matches. Uh, who would you, who would you do it? Like, who would you have? Well, I think, I think first of all, I'm not going to list eight because there's going to be rematches in there. But like you said, Roman Lashley, Roman and Lashley are obvious. Um, I think they could probably end up doing AJ again. I wouldn't, because you got eight matches and you did that already. But they might just do that because of how good AJ Styles is. Exactly. So there's that. Plus, AJ didn't have Omos in his corner at the time. By the way, that's another person. So mm-hmm. that's the person I forgot. It's I have Bobby Lashley, Edge, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Sam Zayn, Omos, and then Reggie. Mm. In that order. And Omos. I said Bobby Lashley, okay. Edge, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Sam Zayn, Omos, Reggie. Okay. I thought I said Omos. Like, why'd you say and Omos? I'm I don't confused. know. I thought I didn't hear him. Oh, <laughs> I could be confused. Um, so I could. So that's. I feel like that's a visual that Vince would love. Uh, Brock and Omos eyeball to eyeball. Well, like, Brock's not, not that tall. Well, kind of eyeball to eyeball. You know, I I I think maybe they're not gonna touch this time around. Maybe next time around, but. Um, to continue my list, Drew, Drew McIntyre, uh, could do another one with Cena, and maybe Rock comes back. Rock and Rock. In regards to Cena, I don't think that's ever going to happen again, because that story was concluded with Suplex City. Like, there's nothing Cena can do to him. And Brock's a face. That's the rumor. For now. That Brock's going to be... that. This is going to be a face run for Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people saying Keith Lee. 
to which I'm like, is he though? Like, I don't know. Oh, Keith Lee, the guy that wrestled local talent in a dark match this week. Interesting. Yeah, it's his Twitter handle. Like, it's real Keith Lee, but it says eventual Lee at real Keith mm. Lee. That's kind of interesting. I like it. Um, but wow. Okay. I didn't even realize. I was going to ask, where is this guy? Local talent in a dark match. I mean, you know, like. Good for the local some- talent. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not on the main card. Sometimes you just got to take a step back That's, to move forward. I don't. I, I don't know if maybe Vince doesn't have confidence in him for some reason. I don't know what. I I don't know what. Either either Vince is seeing something we're not, or Vince isn't seeing what we are. One of those t- two things is true. It's hard for me to to think like try to put my mindset of a guy who's built my childhood. So I don't. I really don't know. I know. Like everybody Stop. likes to speculate. Like I. I just don't know how that mind works. Like I'm not. Like it's like with me and smart people. It's like it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like my wife's one of the smartest people I know, and I'm like, how, how the <laughs> hell are people that intelligent? I don't know. You know, I'm just an idiot. So, like, it's it's very interesting, like, to, I just want to talk to him. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be for a podcast. I just want to talk to the guy. Like, I just want, I just wish there was a world where, like, he would be, like, on the Joe Rogan experience. And, mm-hmm. like, a three, like, a three-hour interview with the chairman. By the way, he doesn't have three hours for anything. So, I don't nope. know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like. Talking to Vince, like if Vince could actually explain some of his decisions and like like the full thought process, I feel like that would kind of be like the next step towards one of us, like a regular human in a 3D world, seeing what the 4D world really looks like. A little bit. I don't know. You know? My brain's starting it, it, to hurt. <laughs> it, it, like... Vince obviously thinks on more levels than we can see. This is this is true. And I mean, he's obviously a business genius. A wrestling genius, maybe, maybe not. He certainly sometimes absolutely knocks it out of the park. There are times he absolutely 100% hits um Oh, what's what is it? Uh, a grand slam! God damn it! <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm like, this is. It was there. It was there. Blow um, the mind of everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I I can't stand baseball, but I was ready with in the baseball analogy. And, but you know, like, and sometimes he strikes out. So, it happens. Well, sometimes it's, we all do. Yeah. You know, but like, he's obviously had a lot more success than he's had failures. So, I would love to have a little bit of that knowledge. I, th- I think it would like, it would open people's eyes as far as like, how to run business and how to spot talent and how to decide 
what talent is going to be like the next big star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's his action figure, and it's his toy ring. So it's what he wants to do. And I, his dominatrix gear on Carrying Cross. You know, I don't, I don't like to be one of those people. You know that you mm-hmm. know, woe is me, and you know, you know. Finally, we had somebody. Finally, we had somebody. We, ha- we it's been a long time. Shout out to Savio Vega. It's been a long time since we had somebody. Uh, the Puerto Rican people uh, represent us. You know, yeah, yes, of course, there's Damian Priest. But not all of us are the same shade as Damian Priest, okay? Just, Cross is closer to me than Priest is, okay? Mm-hmm. And you all talk about people that look like me. I'm just making fun of Kofi Kingston, guys. I just <laughs> don't give a shit about that. But I, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it's a test. Or like, I have theories. So my my main theory is that Vince McMahon... If you're a pro wrestler and you come in and you're new and you have like you, your significant other is super hot, there's something there mm-hmm. because and I think and you know this is only as far back as I can remember, but marvelous Mark Merrow, remember him? Super yep. big deal. He had Sable. Guess what? Eventually, you never heard from marvelous Mark Merrow ever again. Okay, and mm-hmm. you could even look more recently. Uh, Rusev and Lana. Okay, uh, what else? You know, uh, 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 Mickey James and uh, that that whole thing with uh, you know, uh, what's that Kenny guy? He's gone. You know, it's just the whole thing. But look, I don't know if that has anything to do with his stupid gear. But it's ridiculous. Like, what is that? And it's not even a. It's all right. It's one thing if it's going along with the mask, right? You take both the things off. He's wrestling in it. Mm-hmm. The the. It's so stupid. Like, if you want him to look like a demolition reject, like, don't you remember what you did to uh the 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 ascension? Mm-hmm. Like, why is he doing this? I don't get it. Like, is he blamed Carrion Cross for Adam Cole not resigning? Like, I don't know. I just don't know. I think when Cross came up, they stripped him of like everything, like most of the entrance, obviously Scarlet, right? And then Vince is like, he needs a little more. Give him some. Give him some. Chains or something. Dominatrix gear. It's it's just like all of this is to prove Adam Cole right. You that know, they ruin NXT guys on the main roster. No, that the guy buried him in a promo, and they literally took all the things. They listened to him. It's like the one episode of NXT. That Vince saw, and that's why he's all over Adam Cole's jock. He saw that one episode, and he's like, hey, you know what? He's right. Let's take all those things. Because I'm pretty sure if you left him with his awesome entrance with the whole black and white coloring and scarlet and brought him in on actual Monday Night Raw, everybody would have went nuts. Mm -hmm. But no, 
you could have made a lot of money off of this guy, and you still can. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And you could try to make the argument, oh, well, that's a part of this gimmick, you know. They're just trying to do this to maybe, eventually he's going to snap. It's okay. Listen, man, first of all, wipe the Cheetos off your fingers, okay? And walk around the block a little bit, you nerd, because it's a wrap for your boy. If you think he's coming back from that, wishful thinking, but I don't think so. I am one of the wishful thinkers. I'm, I'm basically, I'm hopeful that his... Intensity, which is a word I've used every time to describe Karrion Cross. If that can show through, and if they book him strongly enough going forward, that we can forget about the stupid Jeff Hardy loss and the Keith Lee loss, right? Yeah. By the way, Keith Lee, who wrestled in a dark match against local talent this week. But Keith Lee still has a win over Karrion Cross on Monday Night Raw. Right. Um, that he might be able to recover and maybe achieve stardom. I, I'm hopeful. I hope that Vince sees what we see. I hope Vince sees how ridiculous the mask and the straps look. Like, if he's going to just come out with it, cool. Take them both off to wrestle. He, ta- he takes off the... No, he he leaves the warrior skirt thing on actually. That was from he did that in NXT, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot. I just didn't pay much attention. No, it's like Vince sometimes he can't leave stuff well enough alone. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're just a bald guy with a thing. Well, let's put this on. Let's this this this, this on. Speaking of which, Cesaro got his shit kicked in by Otis. You know, mm-hmm. one second he's like, "Let's go, Roman Reigns. I'm about. To, I got that title shot," and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, once his contract comes up, if I were him, I'd get the hell out of there before it's too late. If you mm-hmm. speak it of making hay while the sun shines, yep, he needs to go. get the hell out. Mm-hmm. He needs to get the hell out. And I heard that uh, Nakimura signed an extension. So I heard that too. He'll, he'll be there a little so bit longer. So Claudio Castagnoli to AEW of Honor. I Whatever, dude. If it's not there... ROH, right? Or mm-hmm. even New Japan. But get the hell out of here, dude. You need to I run. I tell you, if, if Claudio slash Cesaro goes, to, goes back to Ring of Honor, he'll be champ 100%. In, within like six months' time. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't really know most of their roster at this point. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, them boys, I think they're there. Um, Still? Probably. Well, they'd have they'd have to be. That, yeah, uh, I, mean, I would have heard if they went to Impact. I feel I feel like they should be. I think they could do well in AEW. I think I heard that they want to stay in Ring of Honor just because like Ring of Honor has been so good to them. If I were them, I would stay too. I mean, look at FTR; they're barely doing anything. Poor, um, was it is it Dax Hart or uh, the other one that's hurt, like that's got hurt? Cash Wheeler that's hurt. Yeah, his he, career might be over. Yeah, did you see the pictures he tweeted? It's terrible, man. Oof. Gruesome injury. Now, I did So, from from what I saw on camera, I saw that his... It looked like the skin of his forearm got stuck on the hook of the turnbuckle. That's, like... That sounds cringy, painful as, as hell, I gotta say. Yeah, I'm already um, crying, so... We saw there was a ton of blood from it. I didn't know, A, that it got that deep. I don't know how the hell 
nerve damage was caused. Like maybe there's like a specific spot. Like maybe he 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 happened to catch a spot where like the nerve where the nerves from the hand run up the arm, and like it just happened to be like a thin spot there. I I don't it could know. Be. It could have been an accident when they were trying to fix it. It to be honest, it kind of looked like he just ripped his arm off of it. Uh, like he saw he was stuck and ripped it off. And I don't know. Well, they said they're going to wrestle Santana Ortiz, so maybe he's not his career won't be over, or maybe he's just honoring a commitment. I don't know. I hope if there if there is legitimately nerve damage, I hope he gets feeling back in his hand. So I while. While we were discussing that, thoughts and prayers, everybody. Thoughts and prayers. But uh, I pulled up the ROH roster. Mm. Um, So this is in alphabetical order, and I'm only on page one because this podcast has other shit to talk about. Um, So you have Amy Rose, Adam Brooks, Angelina Love, some dude Mm. named Bandito, Bateman, Beer City Bruiser, Brawler Melonas. Brian Johnson, Brody King, Dak Draper. What a great name. Hmm. Dalton Castle still there. And, cool. of, and of course, last but not least on that page, Danhausen. So there you go. Ah, that's where he is. And EC3's there. So that's hmm. interesting. Okay. So I know eight of those names. They got people. Yep. And Jay Briscoe's there. Jay Lethal. You know, anyway. I know eight of those names. Um, as far as knowing well, I think maybe two: EC3 and Angelina Love. Mm. Wait, Bateman? That's not. No, it's not EC3. It's another guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's funny. Um, I've heard of this Bateman though. Yeah. But like, I don't know anything about him. Uh, that's neither here nor there. We didn't even talk about SummerSlam, really. Like part Yet, of it. We... We're getting to it. Well, you need to stop dragging ass on NXT and let's go. Okay. Ilya and Valter, though. Ilya and Valter, they you know they put on a show. There's two submissions during this pay per view, and one of them occurred in this match. That's right. It was a sleeper. Why do you think they went with this? Like, why did they submit Walter? I don't remember. Did he did he did he tap or did he, he tapped pass out? out? Wow. Um. I guess they wanted Ilya to look a little dangerous while at the same time having Walter, as as you referred to it earlier with uh, Adam Cole, get caught so that it's not so that he doesn't look weak in helping Ilya look strong. Hmm. Well, it could be there's just no way to pin the guy, even though he does have a pinfall victory over him, I think. I think so. I think I Ilya's think so beaten too. Walter before, but he has not for the title. Of right. obviously, um, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, he doesn't show up on freaking Raw. I don't know if or SmackDown. Uh, I don't know if Vince knows NXT UK exists. Yeah, but he knows <laughs> NXT exists, obviously, mm-hmm. and he was on that show, so yeah, he no. doesn't necessarily have to watch. NXT UK. But no, I think they've wanted him, but he didn't want to go. There was, like, there were rumors that they wanted Walter mm-hmm. on the main roster. He's like, nah, fuck that. 
Yeah, and I think that's a little smart by Valter. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, who but knows? Maybe, it could be he doesn't need, that could have been like it could have been one of those things that we don't know about that it's like, yeah, I'm done here. Yeah, probably. But also that could, you know, that could be maybe why they decided to tap him. Maybe. Could be. It's like, oh, you don't want to be on the main roster? You don't want to... All right, so here you go. If you don't want to win, then you're going to lose. I wonder if that was always the plan. Like, if that was always the plan, why would you have Pete Dunn beat Ilya, like, that week? That I mean, that still was stupid. That It's so they're, they're stupid. Still, like, it, they didn't even... That didn't do a lot for Pete Dunn. It didn't do anything for Ilya. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Weird. Um, speaking of weird, the muscle buster, huh? Yeah, I mean, look, you, you got to put the guy away. I guess you got to go wanna, into your toolkit. I guess they didn't want to have. Well, obviously, they didn't want to have three submissions on a show with six matches. Exactly, it's a little redundant. It's like half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, having it not be a submission, you know, he doesn't look weak. He's yeah, not, like he didn't quite get caught. Like, it was kind of, like, he was put up there. He got, I think it was a kick to the head and then hit the muscle buster. Mm-hmm. Um, first ever three-time champ, though. Yeah. I I I don't think, well, didn't we just finish having a conversation over the submissions? Like, that, that I thought you said it doesn't make Walter look weak. Oh, you see, it varies. Okay. It all varies. It's all it's all dependent on the situation and the story being told. Okay, sorry, I had to call you on that because if somebody's listening, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you just said, <laughs> you know, it varies. It varies based on the narrative. Sure. Don't you know it? All, everything varies based on the narrative. Uh, Nothing's absolute. No, it no, it isn't. EC three. No, it isn't. There you go. Control your narrative. Exactly. Very strong takeover, I think. Um, I, I'm I'm very happy that Kaylee Ray is coming in to be seemingly Raquel Gonzalez's next challenger. Like the Dakota Kai fight match had to happen, but you know that was the that was the predictable outcome. Yeah, they had to put an end to that, and I think Kaylee Ray is going to win. By the way, that'd be huge. I think she's gonna take the belt because they're gonna want Raquel Gonzalez on uh, Raw or SmackDown, which is the move. Like she's she's super impressive. She is. She does have her kind of greenish moments, though. She does, but um, so does Rhea Ripley sometimes. Like, True. rarely. Like, she's mm-hmm. not, like, she's really good, but it's like now she's tagging with Nikki A.S.H., you know. Yeah. And, and sh- we'll get to that. Um. All right, so, yeah, you know, we did do it weird because, you know, we're used to NXT being before SummerSlam. But I figure we save the biggest show for last. Yeah, biggest as in what, length? You know, you know, length and hype. I honestly, that takeover, even though it's not the best, it it's a real competitor. I think, it, 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 like SummerSlam, I think was probably better, slightly, but 
NXT had the best wrestling match. As it always does. Well, as it always has. I didn't say matches. I said match. Mm. You know, it had the best wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, Walter and Dragunov. And like mm-hmm. I said, like when I said Grimes and LA Knight, like, you know, it it was a, the, the story was concluded perfectly. And nobody got hurt. Like LA Knight is fine. Like it looks like he's trying to get a shot at Joe too, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And honestly, I don't know how long Samoa Joe. And I I, I didn't want to say this, but I don't know how long Samoa Joe is going to be the champion. Mm. Because that match, you know, it was rough. You know, it's been a while since he's wrestled. You know, but I'd imagine he's been trying and training like for the match. Mm-hmm. But it just shows, you know, like if this is not something you're doing all the time, then you're going to have the rust. And, and and he did the best he could. Well, I think NXT, I don't know if if they're going to do this going forward with Vince in con- more in control now. But well, they NXT get back Unicorn on the Puke, they're going to take it away from him. Hmm. You know, Vince didn't want him wrestling in the first place, so we don't know. Remember that. Remember that. They put him on the commentary desk for a reason, and then they released him. This is all... And Triple H took him back. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's like R.I.P. NXT. Mm. That, well, NXT black and gold. You gotta, yeah. you know, don't worry. Don't worry, kids. NXT Unicorn Puke is coming. Mm. And it's gonna be great. Who knows? Maybe there'll be slime fights. You know? <laughs> Maybe they'll escape from the Hidden Temple. I don't know. Anyway. Alright, so let's talk about SummerSlam. The biggest party of the summer that it was called once this year. <laughs> I gotta say, they need to vet their theme songs better. Hmm. Because I... I Look, I know you don't pay attention, but... The only words I know to that song are up, and it's up, and it's up, and it's up. They're... Yeah, that's how they hide it. It's Mm -hmm. like, do they run this by Vince? Does he hear the lyrics to this song? Like, it's not... It's First of all, no disrespect, I'm not S-shaming, but Cardi B is filthy. All right? Mm. It just... It's just... It's just the way it is. That's just her brand. And God bless the ex-stripper turned, uh, you know, mm. mega super singing star or whatever. You, if you, if you want to call it that. And I think she was going to, wasn't she going to like host SummerSlam before she got the nine-month debuff? I think she got Preggers too or something like that. I could I have, I thought there was like a rumor she was going to be involved in the, um... Uh, the SummerSlam thing, in some uh, way. Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing the match versus my memory. So. All right. So I missed the Corbin versus Big E match. Mm-hmm. Um. It was pre-show, so it was predictable. Okay. He got the belt back. Um. The briefcase. Briefcase is a belt, technically in the making. <laughs> Um, you know, great, I guess. Like, it, it was going to happen eventually. I don't see Baron Corbin 
you know, dropping the belt. I mean, dropping the briefcase, getting the briefcase off of Big E and then using it. Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Mm. Tried to he tried to buy it for a hundred grand. Is that really the price? Like, is it really that's what it's worth? You know. Well, obviously, worth is dependent on the person you're asking. But um, you got to think. Assuming you win the championship with the cash-in, right? Right. You have to factor in how much more you're going to be making in um, your, like, per match and in your merch sales. And how long you're going to have the championship for. You see, you want the profits to to be greater than what you're spending on the briefcase. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Corbin thinks, by offering a hundred grand, I don't know what they're saying they make per match, like per win or whatever, but... Assuming that's a thing. Like, every now and then, someone will, will reference a winner's purse. Yeah, Michael Cole. And, yeah. And we were talking about how, like, whoever Corbin was fighting got disqualified, though. Right? And mm-hmm. doesn't that count as a win for him? And, like, nothing came of that. So, maybe that was the money he used? I don't know. I think he had $35. That he went to uh, the casino with. Oh, I thought he earned the $35 from his job at the hotel. I don't know. Um, Do you mean his job at Applebee's? They never confirmed that. But I... I really thought this was going somewhere interesting. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, so he's happy Corbin now. Uh, What's the difference then before he lost the crown? He was, you know, he wasn't mm. exactly not happy. Well, he's... Oh, he uh, he does seem more jovial in general now. Like, if, even when the face insults him, like, he'll laugh at it. It's weird, though. You have Kevin... By the way, big compliment to Pat that you had needed Corey Graves and Kevin Owens to make up for his absence. Mm-hmm. I found that to be interesting. That was cool. Like, it used mm-hmm. to be a two-man booth with uh, Cole and uh, Graves anyway. So why did you need Kevin Owens? Mm-hmm. To which, speaking of Samoa Joe, you might not want to be too good on there, Kevin. Cause, he wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. Th- yeah thank you. <laughs> and I'm wondering, why didn't they do any interaction with Corbin and KO since KO was at ringside? That was interesting. I think maybe they didn't have time to plan for it. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I can make a million excuses saying they don't have time to plan, but they have plenty of time to plan. But they also don't have plenty of time to plan. Sure. Um, okay, so the next match we had, what was it, the, the the Usos beat the Mysterios? Was that? Close. Next was the Raw tag titles. Right. That, you know, that was predictable as well, which yep. is good. Um, by the way, swept. I swept. I got every match right on the SummerSlam Excluding the obvious uh, wrench that they try to throw in, but it didn't count anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which makes me the undisputed champion forever. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, you know, because I'm the man. Um, anyway, uh, so what was after that? Because, like, I, I don't know what to say to that. It's like, okay, so they're still feuding with Almas and AJ. Mm-hmm. You know, there's respect, you know, and um, whatever. Randy might have a scooter of his own that 
you know, uh, Riddle gave him, you know, as a gift. Beat up on Omos with. Yeah, it didn't break, though, so that's good. Because hmm. uh, he had it folded up. Yeah, respect to Randy for being able to hit a man with a scooter and not hurt him with it, for mm-hmm. real. So that's yep. good. And, uh, you know, uh, Riddle is over, yes. by the way. Like, as much of his idiot that they make the character, <laughs> he's over. Mm-hmm. Like, he's over. They love that guy. Idiots are fun sometimes. I, sometimes. Sometimes. So, speaking of things that are fun sometimes, you don't think this is fun. The next match was Lexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. It is the dumbest thing, and it went the way it was supposed to. It's like mm-hmm. Eva Marie and Alexa Bliss make it onto SummerSlam, but Finn Balor doesn't. You know? You know, uh, Cesaro doesn't. Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. doesn't. The Intercontinental mm-hmm. Champion is in a stupid intermission thing. Like, at first they showed up. I'm like, all right, oh, damn, we didn't do predictions for this, but at least Nakamura's here. Is he going to wrestle uh, Cruz? No. No. So that's how I feel about that match. Mm-hmm. Uh. Damien Priest didn't have a match either, did he? Yes, he did. He beat Sheamus okay. for the United States Championship. Oh, okay, Holy okay, okay. shit. Sorry. Oh, that was next. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I, I was trying to remember like who the U.S. champ was. Wow. <laughs> All right. So then after that was uh, the, the SmackDown tag titles. Oh. Yeah. You know, that went the way it was going to go, and that's good because I what we thought it was going to happen. And we're starting to see some uh, dissension in the family. We saw it on SmackDown. You know, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn kicked the shit out of that little Seth Rollins cosplayer. Like, his shirt reminds me of a Seth shirt. Like, back in Architect days. If you look mm-hmm. closely. Like, if you look past the stupid initials on it, it looks like it, it uh, Seth Rollins Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, like, he, his gear was always kind of like that. If you remember, like, his super card, special card that they gave him. But this was more so. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, I, I just see the DM and I'm like Dungeon Master. Yeah, you got to look past not. that. You got to look yeah. past the dumb stuff. You know, you yeah. got to look past it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So after that, uh, someone named Tiffany Haddish interviewed the national champion, Damian Priest. I, I didn't know they renamed the U.S. title. It's crazy. Uh, it's about time. It's almost as if they brought in someone that knows nothing about the product to talk about the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a comedian, you know. Uh, is she funny? Maybe. Okay. Uh, she's in things. She looks familiar. I think I've seen her in commercials for things that she's been in. Yeah, she's. I think she was in like a movie with Kevin Hart that I saw. Uh, he I... had to get like his GED or something. Mm. Um, oh, I saw that. Did I see that? No, that was another one that I saw. Um, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, fight. School fight or, or something. Yeah, with uh, Charlie Day and Ice Cube. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, they at least Mario Lopez was there, and he's a real fan. They let him drop the F-bomb. Mario Lopez looked so young, he looked like he was using a Mario Lopez filter. I don't understand. I don't understand. That is some powerful makeup, I guess. So you know how uh, they used to cryogenically freeze Dick Clark 
after every uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve special. Until the machine broke. Right. So I think that they, they, they're doing that with Mario Lopez, but at the same time, they're like uh, soaking him in placenta and stem cells. Yeah, I guess you got to update the technology. It could be that, or he has great genes. You know? It might be that, but he, he definitely takes care of himself. He was in his 20s in Saved by the Bell, right? I don't know. Let me see how old he is real quick. Uh, forty-seven. All right. Oh, Paul got. Oh, they're all like forty-seven. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. They they were all like around the same, the same age. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Tiffany Amber Thiessen's forty-seven. Ah, uh, yeah. So you're just gonna go down cool. through the ages of every member of Saved by the Bell, as opposed to what you originally was supposed to do. And uh, just get the age, the thing for Mario Lopez to find out how old he was on Saved by the Bell. Uh, I don't think he was in his 20s, though. I don't think so. Because, like, Maybe. thinking, like, that's probably how we, like, because, like, I don't know. I was, like, young when I seen Saved by the Bell on TV. Mm -hmm. So everybody older than me looked older than me. So I don't True. know. <clears throat> All right. So next was the uh, Shintermission that you mentioned. You like that, right? Yeah, it's great, man. Cool. <laughs> and then was the cheap shot heard round the world. Which is why I think that occurred in the first place. To make up for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they would have been an actual match, you probably wouldn't have seen Shinsuke on SummerSlam. Uh... Look, she got caught with a cheap shot, and I was saying that, and everybody's like, oh, Bianca's dead, it's over, she's buried, she got squashed. It's like, she got caught with a cheap shot. It happens. You I guess you'd never been hit in the face before, you know? Like, she punched her in the face, mm -hmm. and then she manslammed her. That's a wrap, you know? And I know it's controversial, but we gotta see where this goes, and... I don't know if Becky being a heel helps because so far, I don't think they were trying to boo her. Like she did get some boos, but like not enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to boo Becky Lynch. I I can't do this. I I can't. I don't. I can't. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't necessarily agree with. Um, I mean, her coming back and taking the title, at all. Or uh, the way she, she accepted the challenge. Right. She did, so uh, I'm not gonna boo Becky. I'm just not. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm gonna boo Bianca if I was there for her for that for that match. No, but, so I'd rather Bianca win, but I'm not gonna boo Becky. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, man. I mean, this is gonna Becky's be controversial. Beloved. This is gonna be controversial. What I'm about to say, mm -hmm. and a lot of people might be upset with me after this, but I just gotta speak from my heart. Um. I don't think Bianca Belair paid her dues because just hear me out, people. Don't get mad. I'm just saying paid the dues enough to main event WrestleMania. You know, because I feel like that she cut the line. Mm -hmm. Like, and you're going to be like, well, who else do you think should have been there? I don't know. Maybe somebody who didn't just walk in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like she started SmackDown. This was it. Like, after WrestleMania COVID, 
I think it was the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania COVID. I'm pretty sure. And then because, like, there wasn't really much to her to do, she wasn't on Raw, really. Mm-hmm. And then they moved the Street Profits to SmackDown, and she moved to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then, no, she won the Royal Rumble, and then she wound up on SmackDown. I don't remember. It's very difficult. But, I, you know, Sasha Banks did pay her dues to main event WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all. I just, and I'm not saying that's why she should be de-pushed or whatever. And I just want her to, you know, keep on trucking and growing because, like, it's early for her and the, the, the upside is there. But I just don't, I just, and I don't, I'm not saying I didn't like the match. I loved it. I'm glad it happened. But I, I just, I don't know. And, like, oh, what do you know about paying dues? You're right. Hmm. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that she has. T- to main event, summer, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's all. You know, and I felt like there were other reasons that that happened, and I won't go into that, but whatever. It was all about making history. Yeah, and like, I, I, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying about, you know, like her paying dues and everything. Uh, I don't I, I don't have to like it, though. And I'm still, I, I still don't like what was done or how it was done. You're right. You don't have to like it, and people listening, you don't have to like it. Like I said, I know you're going to be mad at me. And that's okay, and that's fine, because I'd be mad at me too. But here's another example. If it was Tony Storm and Sasha Banks, I'd say the same thing. Tony Storm did not pay her dues, and she didn't. She shouldn't have been, like, I mean, in there. Now, I'm not talking right. about, like, all the great shit she did overseas, and, like, she's had a huge career before coming here, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Right. You know? She hasn't proven herself on this specific stage. Exactly. Like, right. I get that. That's all. That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that SmackDown's women's division right now is murky. It's not in a good place. Like, they keep giving uh, women that keep losing. They keep making them lose, but they keep putting them in number one contender matches. Why is that? I don't know. I can't figure it out. Um... You pointed that out to me earlier with uh, Zelina Vega. Yeah. Um, I don't want Bianca to get lost in the shuffle. Is Asuka Raw or SmackDown right now? Asuka's on Raw, and we don't okay. know what's going on there. She might just be right. taking a break. It might be to freshen up her character. Mm-hmm. you know. And this is one of those things. How can I miss you if you don't go away? Right, exactly. So, like, and that's fine. But, like, so SmackDown... Like, who do we got? Becky, Bianca. Everybody was there. Carmella, <laughs> Zelina Vega. Are Natty and Tamina natively SmackDown? Natty and Tamina are the tag team champions, but yeah. So they I could think be on either. They're either or, I mm-hmm. I think. I, I think they were on SmackDown, though. Okay. Is Is that the SmackDown Women's Division? Is that it? That's it. That's exactly it. Wow. Yeah. So there's not much of a shuffle for I mean, her Tony to get Storm, lost in. but she hasn't been there in two weeks. Right, exactly. So there's not much of a shuffle for her to get lost in, but I don't. I will not put it past them to lose her in the shuffle. Well, she's not going to get lost because didn't she won that like match that they had? She won. She won the number one contenders. 
fatal four-way elimination match. Yeah, which is, which, there you go. She's going to have her match. I guess it's Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. maybe, which is probably going to be main evented by Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Cause, Maybe. Because Roman's wrestling Finn on Friday. Unless right. it's shenanigans and it's a triple threat match at Extreme Rules. Or unless it's shenanigans and Finn wants a rematch and that happens at Extreme Rules. I feel like Brock's first match back is going to be at, at one of the big four. I don't know if they'll waste one of his eight appearances on Extreme Rules. I mean, it's eight appearances. Eight so I don't know if it's eight. I don't know if it's eight appearances or eight matches. What I saw said eight matches. I don't see him wrestling on a fucking SmackDown. Oh, I certainly don't. <laughs> you know, or Raw. Yeah, yeah, no. So you know, eight shows. That's there's a there's a high probability he'll wrestle at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's a mistake for him not to wrestle at Extreme Rules because you teased him on at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You might be right. So, uh, so Survivor Series is only two months away. Yeah. Maybe so. Probably more like a month and a half, two months. So that's not incredibly long for like a Brock feud. Hmm. No, no. Um, I don't want to lose track of SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we talked about the uh, Becky Lynch issue. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm sorry, can't boo her. Uh, what, what was next? Alright, SummerSlam. Uh, we had the two Olympians come out. Gable Stevenson. Sorry, Stevenson. There's mm-hmm. no N in there. And Tamira Menza-Stock. Yeah, she's they great. Out. She's great. They're both great. I'm not going to remember the names unless they actually sign. I just won't. Uh, Drew and Jinder. Jinder. Uh... <laughs> fine i guess i mean mm-hmm. uh i mean that didn't really lead to anything except for like uh gender beating the holy hell out of poor monsoor man mm-hmm. um yeah. it's like it, it, it's like they're putting all their uh middle eastern talent into same storyline uh, this could be a one off you know, it's possible it could be a one-off. I think it was Probably. to show that, you know, him and Ali are growing close, you know, that he I, I, I I'm liking this Mansoor and Mustafa Ali storyline. Yeah. It, this it, is fun. It, yeah, it, it's good because he's the fresh-faced guy, and that's who he used to be, and now he's just like this, like, jaded, you know, veteran with, like, a chip on his shoulder, which looks great on him. Yep. This is very good. This is... It, it's like the buddy cop movie. And he kept you know? his word, especially with him being a cop. Mm-hmm. True. So, um, it, it, it's good. And he and he kept to his word. He told him, no matter what, don't interfere. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then was the Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match that you won the title in? Yep. I mean, look, I'm sorry, but she's the queen. You know, she's in there with a peasant in a mask. And, uh, you know, Rhea Ripley was there. Mm-hmm. And Rhea Ripley didn't, you know, she didn't lose. But here's the deal. 
Leo. Um, by the way, I was kidding. Nikki Cross is not a peasant in a mask. People get mad these days, so I got to be careful. Um, <laughs> so she's not a queen. She exactly. She's a commoner like me, mm-hmm. you know. But she almost has superpowers. Um, mm. but she probably lasted the longest, if that I can remember, in the figure eight. So that's something. Yep. That looked like a long time. Like it was kind I, of a long time. I really didn't think she was gonna. Like for a split second, I'm like, no way. But it's like, no, it's it's the figure eight. That's the most. I thought, I thought she was. I thought she was gonna like either get the ropes or Rio would come in and kick Charlotte. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, where is she? But meanwhile, I'm like, no, stay the fuck out of this. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to win a match here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and she just like, <sighs> I don't know. She she is what she says she's a, and it's the most she okay she's probably she's the most protected female in I think in wrestling Charlotte mm-hmm. yeah and now they they're setting up Lily they're setting up uh, this whole Alexa Bliss thing against Charlotte mm-hmm. you knew it was gonna happen. The only thing I want from this is Charlotte Flair beating the sanity back into Alexa Bliss and setting that doll on fire. <laughs> and to never be seen or heard from again. And just have, like, Alexa Bliss just show up on Monday Night Raw like nothing happened. Like, she's just regular. The music is back is everything. She's just doing her thing. That's what I want. Hmm. I do kind of miss her old theme song. Yeah. It'll come back. This is this is this is um temporary. Vince like, let's do something dark. Yeah, yeah. Dark, dork, whatever. Hmm. Speaking of dork, mm. Edge and Seth Rollins. That was a good match. Uh solid fundamentals. Uh Seth tapped. Yup. I feel like tapping is making a comeback. It seems like it is. It seems like it is, right? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and now, you know, I'm just waiting for the time limits to come back. Hmm. The old time limit draw. Exactly, man. Excuse me. That was rude. Um. Any thoughts on that? And now Edge wants the Universal Championship again? Yeah. Uh, it's like, no, no, no. You might not be done with the Universal Championship, but the Universal Championship is done with you. Right, so. right, yes. Try out Monday Net- Night Raw. Yeah, speaking of Raw, next was Oldberg. <sighs> decent. I'm glad it ended the way it did. Yeah, decent, not the worst, and to quote Bobby Lashley, fuck them kids. Um, <laughs> yup. You know, he. <laughs> that was kind of cool, and that just also... Goldberg ain't going nowhere. He's coming back. He's got to get revenge for that. Yeah. So, so mm. I, re- I read an interview. I didn't notice this happened. So apparently after, I guess after Lashley uh, had Gage in the hurt lock and then dumped him, like he was smiling or laughing or something, mm-hmm. Goldberg choked his kid. He went over and choked him. And then he said in the interview, because I, I didn't see it happen. I didn't notice it, at least. thought he was just checking on him. Yeah. Um, he, said, he said in the interview that, you know, he saw he was smiling, 
And he had to he had to have him get rid of that smile. Oh, good on Goldberg. That's good parenting. Well, I don't know about good parenting. That's good it's parenting. Good. That's that's you know what that that is from the Homer Simpson school of parenting. Why you little? Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? That's not good, man. But that shows Goldberg's respect for the business, though. You know? Begrudgingly, I will say, yeah. Good. See? Was that so hard? Yes. Oh. That's why I was begrudgingly saying it. Oh. Okay. Um. Obviously... The finish of the match protected Oldberg because MVP hit him with the cane. Mm -hmm. And then like seven and a half seconds later, he's like, ow, something hit my leg. That hurt. <laughs> you saw that, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, 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 you did it? Shit, that hurt. How? <sighs> well, look, what did you want? A longer match? No. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> maybe sell on time. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, I, was, uh, I know this Goldberg guy is kind of a rookie. He hasn't been around very long. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Fucking. <laughs> Roman and Cena. Yeah. Pretty much exactly as we expected. You know this? I like that Cena kept trying the roll-up. He kept trying the roll-up to get that quick one. He's going back to his gimmick, the wacky roll-up guy. Yup. Um, look, man, Cena is a beast uh, when it comes to making people look terrifying because mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, but he does the same like sell when somebody's beating him like he's trying to win, like where he tries to pull himself up by your pants. Yeah. Like, I think he did the same thing with Brock mm -hmm. on Suplex City. Mm -hmm. That's the I think that's the one the last one I can remember him doing that in. I think my wife he... was watching it with me. She's like, why is he doing that? <laughs> if he if he got it from anyone, I think he got that from Flair. I was just gonna say that's a Flair thing too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. I think he did it against Harley Race, and I think he did it against Dusty. He might have done it against Triple H too, possibly. In that match they had, it was for the belt too. Mm -hmm. Possibly, but I feel like if Cena got it from Flair, then it was from one of the older matches. It might be one of those things that it's hard to track down. Because yeah. Flair might have seen it and, you know, like it always comes from somewhere kind of yeah. deal. But mm. Cena's the modern day with that looked really like, wow, I can't believe it. He was talking all this shit. And like I said, I mean, Cena's not in his right mind. All those things he said about the tribal chief, it, it, he earned this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what he deserved. You know, he you earned that whooping. You can't go around running your mouth off just because you're Hollywood. Ain't no bodyguards going to protect you from the beatdown that you're going to retrieve at the hands of the tribal chief. No stunt doubles here. No stunt doubles, man. 100%. Speaking of, this is off topic. Did you read about Tom Cruise's stunt for the next Mission Impossible movie? No, but he's doing it himself. He's doing it himself. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Is he, like, hanging off the side of a spaceship? Almost. He jumps a motorcycle off a cliff, drops the cycle, and then parachutes down. He does it all in one take? Eight times. Holy shit! He's gonna die! 
So no, they it, they recorded it all already. They got it all already. I know, he but tr- like, if he keeps this shit up, <laughs> yes. So so he trained for a year to do it. He trained in motorcycle stunts, mm-hmm. and he trained in skydiving. He said that at one point, like he did so much skydiving, there was a couple of times he did three thirty skydives in one day. This is a man. 30 in one day. That's insane. Now, say what you will about him as a person and Scientology and him kind of being a nut. You have to respect that amount of dedication to your craft. That's amazing. I'm starting to think maybe I should be a Scientologist because, like, the confidence (laughs) that this man has to do this crazy Mm -hmm. shit, that's got to be from that. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, actually, because John Travolta is a Scientologist, and that didn't work out too good. Uh, Jeez, mm. I don't know. Tom Cruise is just a special human being. Mm-hmm. He's that, a weird that, guy. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of weirdness, but, but you, like, I guess you when, need that. When, when it comes to saying, I'm not, I'm going to do all my own stunts, and saying, all right, well, this is what we got planned. All right, cool. Uh, give me a year to train for it, and I got this. Bro, like... And they did... They did eight. So it was the first scene that they filmed for the new Mission Impossible movie, mm-hmm. because they didn't want to film a whole bunch and then save it for last, and then have to scrap the whole movie because or have him killed splattered. in the stunt because he didn't finish. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so they did it first. Yeah, they'd have to call you up to CGI his face on, Ilya. Yeah, and they they he did the stunt eight times. So that they could get different angles, and he could drop the bike at a different time. Timing, to, yeah. Right, to and to like land in a different spot. Uh, listen, no H, but the, his balls must be so big. Like, the biggest <laughs> fucking balls, bro. More balls than brains, probably. But damn, dude. Like, I respect that. Mm-hmm. This guy, like, I bet you if he trained a year in wrestling, he could become the champion. I don't know. He's nuts. Yup. Like, he could be out wrestling Pat McAfee, you know? He he could be that special guy, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. But, of course, it's two dude, different things, but I... Dude, how big a match would it be? Tom Cruise versus John Cena, WrestleMania. Dude, I would pay money to see that. Uh, yes. I think, literally, half the world would. I would love that. I would love to see John Cena put Tom Cruise over in a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. Well, least, I want to see it. Yeah, he's gonna it. do the sell too. He's got to. He's got to try to pick himself up by Tom Cruise's pants. <laughs> Cruise is short though. Exactly. It's great. Imagine he's got to take his time, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to really milk it. He's like, all right, there's a sock. Damn, you weren't you wearing shorts and you're that low. All right, fine. All right, good. Bottom hem of the shorts. Waistband, hold on, not showing the world everything. Yeah. We're getting there, though. We're getting I was there. getting a little worried for the tribal chief, though. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's a lot of men to be pulling on your pants. Yeah. You know? um, I'm sure Alex Cena was pushing. At yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, look, it's... So back to Roman and Cena. Yeah. It, it, it was good. It, it was basically saying, listen, you've heard of Suplex City, but how about I just beat the shit out of this guy? Yep. And, ooh, Superman punches. Yeah, and Cena did the ooh. Uh, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. He, he mocked him and paid for it. This was it was this was the match of the night. Yeah, for sure. And then and Brock showing up, I'm like, like 
a part of me was like, yeah, he's going to show up, you know. But mm-hmm. to hear the actual music play is pretty cool. And it's yeah. bearded Brock, and he looks nuts. Mm-hmm. Looks like been wandering the wilderness, butchering meat. Well, because you see his Instagram posts. Yeah, but so you know he's been wandering the woods butchering meat. Yeah, but he's he he was butchering the meat in a kitchen setting in the photos. I'm thinking he's in the woods, mm-hmm. just like he'll oh. he'll 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 find the deer and then just do the work right there, you know. Mm-hmm. But with his hands. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's gonna be very interesting. And, like, the Usos are all like, hey, man, did you know Brock was going to be there? He's like, no. You know, and it, it is good. this is going to be some, the storytelling just went up. Yep. Because, and you probably know what I'm referring to, uh, right before the celebration uh, for the bloodline, Usos go out, and then Heyman's about to hand the belt to his tribal chief. And he's mm-hmm. like, what's, what's this? What's happening? And he's like, well, my tribal chief, this is... This is about family. He's like, but Paul, you are family. I love you. It's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like, when to Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> gonna be tragic. Mm-hmm. Like, oof, it's coming. Um, they just teased it. But uh, yeah. Gonna be I'm all I'm all in for this. Yeah, all in, man. This is I can't. This is I love it. I love it. I love it. I like the shirt too. Like I wouldn't get it, but it looks great. Oh, the Bloodline shirt. Yeah, it's a good shirt. I'm thinking about it. It's a really good shirt. I like it. And I think they have a uh, like they point up. Is that their thing now? Because that's a thing they're doing in the ring. Like if you notice, I saw that. Yeah, because it, at first it's like the the Usos they're doing it, and then Roman even does it. It's like okay, I guess that's a thing they're doing. Hmm. That's they're too sweet, I guess. But it's just pointed up because I guess number one. I guess is that what that is? Either number one or paying tribute to their family before them, or acknowledge me. I don't know. Acknowledge yeah. us. Something. Anyway, they would say acknowledge us. I mean, Heyman even announced them as the cousins of Roman Reigns. Yeah. The cousins of the tribal chief. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're setting up uh, Street Profits versus Usos. And, of course, we know about Balor. Yeah. Reigns. Um, Not to gloss over Finn Balor. Of course not. But Finn Balor's not going to beat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. There's no way. No. Um... Heyman is stellar. Yeah. (laughs) Heyman is so good. He has been so good at literally everything he has ever been asked to do or asked himself to do literally his entire on-screen career. Yeah. And let's not forget about the unsung hero of that episode of SmackDown, one Caleb Braxton. Like, Mm. she's standing next to Paul Heyman. Asking mm-hmm. him about what's going on. And the Blue door's Mike locked. He can't mm-hmm. get in. And, just, and it comes after commercial. He's mm-hmm. still standing there. She's just smiling with this shit-eating grin on her face. Like, <laughs> you like, have nothing better have to do. Better do? <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I love Kayla. Yeah. For everything, I love Kayla. Heyman is so good at being Paul Heyman. Look, Rich, I know you want this segment so bad, but I keep telling you, we can't give you a I Love Heyman segment every week. Damn it. All right. I'm all sorry. Right. I'll, move on. I, I I'll know, move on from that, then. I know. I know. You know, but you... you it's So, 
Show so some Brock, respect for yourself. Hmm? Trying. So so Brock playing the face now, you gotta figure is not going to intend to put his hands on Heyman. Right. But he's probably gonna get his hands on Heyman. Like he might, but it's like he's a he he's a face and Heyman's a heel. Right. Like it's okay if like a face you know, especially if the heel manager does something. Like, mm-hmm. if they, like, try something. Which yeah. Heyman doesn't ever, really. He doesn't he involve himself. Yeah. He he generally knows his place. He's not the Jim Cornette with the racket. Exactly. Um, or Mr. Fuji with the salt. And it's, it's interesting because after SummerSlam went off air, Brock beat the shit out of John Cena. Why not? I know, right? Why not? It's, I guess it's what you do. It's like, oh, we're in Suplex City now, aren't we? Yeah, it's like the whole... And that's the thing. It's like you can't argue about that because it's like, yeah, okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin would have stunned his ass. Yeah. So And, and Cena, what, Cena was going away after anyway. Yeah, and it explains that, you know, he got his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to a face run uh, with Brock. I'll tell you that. Or it's a quote the great Tony Schiavone. I tell you that. That's his thing. He says that a lot. Or I know that much. It's one of those things he says a lot. You're right, Jim. Yeah. You're right, Jim. I'll tell you that. What was with those purple pants? Dude. Old men. I don't know. They paid their dues. Callis had it going with all. That's actually cool. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's. Some good fashion from a carny piece of shit. Yeah, he's trying to be like Pimp Jackal or something. Something. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, and I, there was a bit uh, where Callus is, there's like a promo video that Christian plays, and it's like how, like, Callus passed on Christian because he knows somebody that's better than him, and that he's. And it was Kenny when he was 10. Yeah, I'm like. Is that grooming? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, what school do you go to? I don't know. <laughs> uh, last year, I, I what, bet Callis knew what school Kenny went to. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. He took him to school. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I went to the liberty of finding the lyrics to Up. Oh, boy. Which is the theme song uh, to SummerSlam. Would you like to hear it? Yes. <clears throat> actually, actually, I'm sorry. Real quick. La- last thing on SmackDown. SmackDown is the show to watch, and I think 100% is B. This is the second show to watch. Everything's better than Raw, is what you're saying. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's just, I, I think it's the pacing, the fact that it's a three-hour show, and it sucks. Yeah. Kind of makes it worse. Three hours is a bit much. I'd rather you have a two-hour show and then have a B Raw show, like Heat. Yeah, it's one thing to be a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. It's another to be a three-hour show that sucks. Yeah, it drags. Yeah. Okay, up right. lyrics. Listen, I'm going to do my best to do this. Um, so, it's first it starts with up three times. So she goes up, up, up. A, in, in, in the parentheses, up. Up and in parentheses, this is fire. Look, once upon a time, man, I heard that I was ugly. 
came from a B-word who ninja wanna F on me. I said my face bomb ass tight. Rack stack up. Shack height. Jewelry on me, flashlight. I've been lit since last night. Hit him with that good good. Make a ninja act right. Broke boys don't deserve no P-word. I know that's right. Big bag bussin'. Out the Bentley Bentayaga? I guess that's a version of Bentley. I wonder if that's the Bentley that Corbin has. Hmm. Man, uh, man, ballin, I can't, I can't read that. Barty <laughs> back and all these B words effed. It's big bags bussin' out the Bentley. Bentayaga. Man, Birkin bag, Barty back. <laughs> All you bees effed. <laughs> and then it's the, you know, the words you know. It's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Oh, it's I didn't up, know it got stuck. It's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Huh. Up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's stuck. And then again, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Huh? That's a word in there. That's in there. That's not me going, what? Mm-hmm. I And this is the part that I'm, most people know. I could make that party hot. I could make your body rock. B words say they effing with me. Chances are probably not. If oh, this is the best. And by the way, they do this on. They did this on SmackDown, which would made me look it up. And of course, they changed it. Listen, if I had a D, you probably lick it like a lollipop. They change wow. it to stick. That's where I'm like, do they? Does Vince listen to this? Hoes speaking Japanese. Hit him with karate chop. Japanese. Japanese. That's what it says. Hit him with the karate chop. What? What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe like you know, talking about like busting caps. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm forever popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. Gotta argue with him. Because a ninja love toxic, bitch. I guess I'll just say it. Ninja's out here playing. Gotta make him understand. If ain't no ring on my finger, you ain't going on my gram. Mm. This is a long song. By the way, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm almost there. All right. <clears throat> and I quote, and that's not me. I'm not saying this. She's saying this. I said my face bomb, ass tight, rack stack up shack height. We've we've heard this part. I'm going to just keep going past that. Right, uh, just just pre-chorus. Pre-chorus, and then there's the chorus, I guess, the big bag bussin' one, the Bentley Bantiaga again, and then again, if it's up. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, this is the last <laughs> one with actual words. Uh, bitches ain't effing with me now, and I can see why. Dirty ass, dusty ass B, you got pink eye. <laughs> Bitches want smoke until bring it until I bring it to the doorstep. Tell that bitch that bad breath smell like horse sex. I mean, if you know what that Whoa. smells like, I guess. Put it on him now, he will never be the same. Tatted on my ass, cause I really like the pain. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> He nutted on my butt. 
those are lyrics in a song. <laughs> I'm said I'm glad you came. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if that ninja had a twin, I would let him run a train. Jesus Christ! All right, I'm done here. So yeah, that's <laughs> wow. the that's the theme song for SummerSlam. So so the rest of it is like the pre-chorus, and then the, if it's up part again, and then the last lyrics are "Look, gotta play it safe, huh? No face, no case, ha ha ha." Yeah, they left the ha 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 part out of mine. One, so <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Six writers are attributed to this. Holy shit. I gotta... I I don't know if any of them are actually Cardi B. None of them are her. Let me see her real name. No, her real name is there. That's not, like... It's... Uh, Yeah, it is her. Oh, uh, Bella Callis Marlinas. Wow, she's definitely... That's definitely a hood rat name right there. Um. Anyway, uh, no disrespect. Almond, Almanzars. I think that's South American. Maybe. Uh, you know, respect, man. You know, she's she's a millionaire. You know, she's got like you know, famous stuff. She's a she's you know whatever. So yeah, guys, you're welcome. <laughs> and also, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Hashtag role model. Right. Oh, I miss Bailey. Anyway. Me too. Where is she? Uh, still hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn it, damn mm-hmm. it. Yep. <sighs> like, I'm sorry, Natty, but I wish Bailey's injury was as quickly healed as Natty's. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I feel like the past two or three years we haven't had all four horsewomen on at the same time mm. it's interesting it is I mean you know it ain't ballet so I guess you know you get hurt you get banged up yeah man it's good to take a break and you know if it's up then it's up if then, it's it... up, then it's stuck yeah and I think this is the perfect time to end this podcast <laughs> well I've already lowered you... myself as low as I can get. <laughs> um, we, to we entertain. Should review, <laughs> we should review every ridiculous pay-per-view theme song they do. This this one I think is particularly ridiculous. This is the most egregious, I feel. It's filthy, is what I'm going to say. It's the most filthy, I believe, and I'm not going to do the research, but I think it might be the filthiest theme for any pay-per-view ever. And that includes anything ECW has done. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if they do stuff like that. But d- damn. Yeah, th- I I feel like maybe different groove, but that's something that Kimono Analea would have danced to. Maybe, maybe. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yep. That or WAP. Yeah. Anyway, if you would like to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, we encourage you to do so. You can email us basinbookers at gmail dot com. We got a Facebook page you can interact with. Basin Bookers on Facebook. Twitter, at Basin Bookers, at Basin Jair, at Rich the Riz. If you want to say anything, do so. DMs are open, too. If you want to say something privately, if you want us to, you know, whatever, if you want to tell us anything, any thoughts, give us any feedback on any of our opinions, because these are just opinions. We don't spew a, lot, a whole lot of facts here. We try, but not a whole lot. A lot of it's opinions. We welcome interaction as far as where to find this podcast that you just listened to stitcher itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and 
Just got to close the message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. And it's up. And it's up. Follow the bookers.